stage show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Go multitasking, guys. If you're not taking dumps in the shower, you're not busy enough. (laughs) You're goddamn right. I mean, mean, that's that's the truth right there. I mean, if you're so busy that that you got to take a dump in the shower, you are too busy of a person. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Hope that everybody is doing well this morning. We survived the rainstorm apocalypse of 2023 last night. It wasn't that bad, but, I mean, the wind was blowing, lots of thunder, lots of lightning, lots of rain. Oh, the rain. Oh, it's fall. So that happened. It's supposed to be about 20 degrees cooler now, which, thank God, I was getting a little tired of the 90 degrees in October. I would take 90 degrees over 20 degrees any day, but man, oh man, it, just a little bit of a respite here. I'm going to the fair tomorrow. It's supposed to only be a high of 80. Oof, I might actually walk around. No, I ain't going to do that now. Now, before I get even started with anything here, now what the fuck, people? How come ain't nobody fucking told me about this? Yesterday, I'm in the Walmart, right? We're going to get some soap because they have this soap that I like there. And being a fat guy and not wanting to ever smell and be that smelly stereotype, I always have enough soap. And this is in Royce City, Texas. Royce City, Texas, which is like five miles northeast of Rockwall, which is 13 miles east of Dallas. We're walking through this little hillbilly po-dunk Walmart, and we come across sex toys. We're talking dildos. They had the pocket pussy. And even butt plugs. When did this happen? Was it because of a former roommate of Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy? A fellow by the name of John Potter who did the news in Reno, Nevada. And one morning they were reporting and this happened. Amazon is now worth more than the nation's biggest retailer. The online store is currently valued at $264 billion. At last check, Walmart was valued at $234 billion. And the bump for Amazon came after it reported an unexpected boost in sales in its second quarter. Amazon earned $92 million last quarter. Yes, That's a 20% this guy lived with jump in Joe. sales compared to the prior year. You know why? Because wow. they sell sex toys. And Walmart can't or won't sell sex toys. Amazon does. A friend of mine works in the uh, warehouse. He says Probably they sell Joe. a ton of them. Probably yeah. Joe. I'm just telling you how it is. Uh, They're trying to eat breakfast. Well, yeah, but nobody else will tell you this, but that's the reason. Okay. Oh, God damn. John Potter, you are a legend. You're the worst broadcaster ever, and that gets you so high rankings in my book. So now John Potter has to eat that, Crow. Walmart selling sex toys. Good God almighty. <laughs> I was caught off guard. It's like, no, uh-uh. That ain't right. That shit ain't right. 
Walmart, for God's sakes. Let's say some good mornings to start the day off. First one here, hockey player. I know that you're ready for Tuesday. The puck drops. Blackhawks, uh, Penguins. Is that pussy Sidney Crosby still in the league? Non-fighting homo. Good Lord. Come on. Throw down the gloves, for God's sakes. Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda says, morning, family. Let's go, indeed. Let's go. Let's get this day started. Cowboys, girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. You're goddamn right about that. We got to talk about them this morning. Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Says, top of the morning, ass family. Have a terrific Thursday. You too. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Special Kale says, Friday Eve, bitches, good music to start today. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It had a little, little hip-hop flair to it. Little, little little hip-hop flair. Oh, by the way, did everybody get their little alerts yesterday? Everybody get their little alerts? Zombie apocalypse didn't happen. Just letting you know, didn't happen. But, hey, good good for y'all. I, I, we were driving. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, Derek. Becca, Becca. Says good morning, ass family, on this Friday Eve, and good morning to all you hoochie mamas. Becca. Indeed to that battleboard. If you don't chew big red, then f- you. Damn right. Uh, says good morning, ass family, and sure happy it's Thursday. The good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Can't wait to hear this week's sports updates from two great broadcasters. Well, thank you so much about that. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Yeah. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul Pelosi is taking a rape shower to this song, the MC Hammer song. Uh-oh. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, ready kid. Is in the motherfucking house. You are an idiot! <laughs> when did we get a choir in the house? Well, good morning to you. I hope you're doing well this fine morning. Stink fist! Says good morning, ass. Only two days till my birthday, and your dad's, of course. Yes, October 7th. I believe what I'll be getting dad this year is an Oklahoma Sooner ass whooping! Fired up, baby. Fired up. The game is Saturday. Can't wait. Can't wait at all. Derek says, don't take a dump in the shower. Uh, we got six inches of rain. Holy shit. That's that's kind of a lot of rain. Oh, my God. It's T-shirt time? Yeah, it what is. What kind of T-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's T-shirt time. Bam. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Stupid dick, good morning, assholes. Don't worry about us. We're safe from the NBS zombies. Thanks to one of our local residents. Yep, the brave soul parked himself outside our local grade school, armed with a shotgun, ready to blast the motherfuckers. Betting this morning he wishes he never went down that rabbit hole. Oh, wait, no worries. This is no bail, Illinois. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. Christine! 16! Christine, good morning to you. She says, good morning, Arnie and 
Ask Family Safety Guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says good morning, Ask Family Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. You got that right, my friend. Hope you're doing well this morning. Uh, let's see, where we got Sanchez Family. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Indeed, uh, it says Ahoy Orange Man 2024. Good morning, ass family. That's from Whitewash. You bet I came across those sex toys. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good right there. There he is. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Good morning, everyone in the wonderful ass family. I hope you all have a great pre-Friday and Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Walmart is just embracing their hood. Uh, hate Crosby. Yeah, he's a fucking pussy. Sidney Crosby's always been a pussy, and he always will be. Just like Lemieux. I said it. I ain't going to take it back. Oh, and you want to know the biggest pussy? I'm going to tell you the biggest pussy to ever play. Number 99, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, we got to get guys like Luke Robitaille and and, and Marty McSorley. We got to get these enforcers that we can protect him. Pussy. Fight your own fights. Sex toys out in the open, made up, locked up tighter than fuck. They are locked up. They are, but but they're still selling them there. They're still selling them there. They're like, bam! Big old, I mean, I'm walking by and, and Brady Kid goes, she goes, they have sex toys here. I'm like, no, they don't. It's Walmart. She says, bet me. I was like, oh, I better not. And I walked around and I looked at that and I see a goddamn dildo in there and I'm like, that is not a personal massager. That is a full-on dildo. Warbird! You're talking to the Rolex wearing yes. diamond ring wearing kiss stealing woo wheeling dealing limousine right jet flying yes, son of a gun and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Woo! Says good morning, can't wait to hear the nonsense Joe Murphy spews. Now come on, it's not nonsense, he's spot on. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. He says, happy Joe Murphy Day. Uh, bam. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Uh, there he is. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Hey, happy St. Joe Murphy Day. Uh, Joe's not a saint. Ah, uh, I'm the saint here, pal. Pal, I'm the saint. Sassy Pammy. Hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Good morning to you, Mage. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo! Arigato! Around here, we speak American. Yeah, okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG here at uh, 11 p.m. here in Japan. So is it just me or does it hurt your soul when you hear any other name than the Red River Shootout? And what the fuck? I'm not even from Texas, and it hurts me and makes me mad to hear different names. Well, they changed it from shoot. It, it's always been the shootout. It always will be the shootout. That's the only way I'll refer to it. Why? Because I'm not a politically correct pussy. You know the Washington Bullets changed their name to the Washington Wizards? Yeah, you think about it. The Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan is a little bit more racist sounding than a bullet. But the Bullets changed their name, and then they did this shit a few years ago. They made it the Red River Showdown, which was the gayest. 
And then they brought it back this year to the Red River rivalry, which is fucking hard to say, and it's stupid. Stinkfist says, congratulations to your Rangers, Arnie. Now they take on those youngsters in Baltimore. Hey, we got plenty of youngsters. Rangers look fucking good. What did we outscore them, like 14 to 1? They only scored one run. Tampa Bay only scored one run. Whew. Man, our pitching staff looks good. I, I, I still don't know if this is the year. Next year for sure, but not this year. Maybe not. Uh, do they return the, on the toys? Probably not. I, I hope they don't return the toys. Uh, Pink Taco! Did I make your pussy throb right there? Ah, you got that right. Uh, yo, ass family, whitewash can't wait to see the looters running out with those big double-sided veiny dildos. Trump 23 for Speaker, Gates for 28, Penguins, Blackhawks, so excited to watch, no fights, and the Hawks lose by 12 goals. My prediction, Blackhawks, Rainbow, Penguins 14. My oldest teen enjoys hearing you in the morning. Say hi to Victor and Ethan. Victor, Ethan, good morning, young men. Y'all got jobs yet? Y'all better start taking care of your damn mama and Fred. Go wash one of Fred's 500 trucks. Now, you bring up the, the Trump thing, and, and we're going to start with this because the speculation is starting to come out there. Okay? The, the, the speculation is starting to come out there that, indeed, now I, I have seen other names mentioned for Speaker of the House. Um, Jim Jordan from Ohio, who a lot of people like, he's saying he's throwing his name in there. Steve Scalise wants to be Speaker of the House. Steve Scalise is kind of a powerful guy, but not really. The thing you know about Steve Scalise was he was the guy that was shot at the congressional baseball game. You remember when a, a Democratic shooter w- went out shooting at Republicans? You remember that? You remember that? But, but, but the Republicans are bad because of guns. <laughs> right? So those are the two names, and now they're throwing uh, Mr. Donald Trump. I want to nominate MGF as his... Look, man, I watched AEW last night. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm, I just do not like this. And by the way, stop with these stupid vignettes with Adam Cole and the guy in the wheelchair. Those are gay. And MJF walking into the trap that he walked into last night, come on, man. He's more savvy than that. But I would love to have him as Speaker of the House. That would be fantastic. I'd watch a whole lot more C-SPAN if MJF was Speaker of the House. I'd like to see the news cover a mob robbery at an adult toy store. Imagine all the people running out with handfuls of fake dicks. (laughs) So, look, I, I, I will go back if I have to. Uh, don't trust Scalise to establishment. He's a Trumper when the lights are on, but I've seen uh, the, this movie before. If it happens, I'm going to be really happy that I was right, but I'm not. And the reason why I won't be happy that I'm right, I mean, I, I have to play my sound effects, and you know I hate doing that. Um. I will go back and start listening to shows to find out exactly when I said that the way that Donald Trump's going to get back into office is he's going to be nominated as Speaker of the House. 
And everybody said, oh, you're so wrong, you're so wrong, you're so wrong. And then even when Kevin McCarthy was nominated and ended up winning after 15 votes, that should have told you something right there. I was like, okay, I was wrong about that. He's not going the speaker route. Now he can go the speaker route, impeach fucking Biden, impeach fucking Kamala. Boom, they're out of office. Who becomes president? Donald Trump does before the next election. So he has a leg up because he's already in office. And he's crippled the Democratic Party. If you think about it, if you think this all the way through, because the Democrats, look, I, I know they're not that as stupid as I try to make them sound. They have to have somebody up and ready to go because Joe might not make it to tomorrow. His dog might fucking attack him. Hell, Jill might accidentally put the pillow over his head. He might ingest too much of fucking Hunter's cocaine that's left in the White House. I don't know. But if you think that the Democrats are just, just, relying on Joe Biden. Y'all better wake the fuck up. I'm telling you, that sneaky fucking rat from California, I don't think it's going to be Michelle. And and here's why I don't think it's going to be Michelle. I don't think it's going to be Michelle because Michelle has not been in the limelight a lot lately. You see, what they like to do here is they like to put that shiny object out there every once in a while, whether it be at speaking engagements, grand openings, world premieres, things like that. And maybe due to the writer's strike and the movie strikes, that the Obamas, you know, who are in bed with Netflix, maybe they've been, they haven't had the opportunity to get her out there. But I don't think it's going to be Michelle this time. I think because we've seen him out there, he's at Republican debates. He's going to have a debate with DeSantis on Fox News. I'm telling you, you are looking at the possible candidate in 2024. Uh, When GOP keeps dick-punching at each other so much that Newsom becomes president, I'm going to laugh until I piss myself. I just... I don't know if America is that stupid to elect him. I mean, I, I do say that we are stupid. I just don't. All you have to do is show the streets. It's all you have to do and say, this will be your town next. When he's in charge of the entire country, look what he did when he was in charge of San Francisco. Bam, you see a, de- a, a, a homeless guy taking a poo on the street. Then they'll hit, this is what happened when he became governor. Boom. You see the open-air drug markets, and yet that same guy pooping on the street. Now, if he's in charge of America, and they'll show your town, and somehow they got that homeless guy who was pooping on the street in San Francisco and now in L.A., and he's pooping on your street. Do you want poop on your streets? Then do not vote for Gavin Newsom. They're going to push that old man down some stairs before Christmas watch. Imagine it'll be a magical space near the cocaineum, and there's no cameras 
Whoops-a-daisy, Joe had a fall. Fucking dog probably chased him, bit his ass. Uh, debates against presidential candidates, exactly. So so we'll see. We'll see. Look, look, like I said, it'd be a long shot, but, boy, if that long shot comes through and I was right, oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Now, we're going to get back to old Joe Biden here in just a second. Joe Newsom pulling in San Francisco dumpster fire and the rest of the country assume he gets a supermajority. Thank God for individual states and municipalities. Amen to that. Uh, Mad Hatter, hold on. Um, Shitter was full. Yes, it was. Good Friday Eve. Newsom couldn't get enough votes to be elected dog catcher. They don't have enough time to print new ballots. They'll find time. The mayor of New York City. New York City! Who at one time said that we are a sanctuary city and we will welcome the migrants to our fair town. Well, it seems that the mayor of New York City. New York City! uh, Eric Adams has taken a trip. Horses, bourbon. Okay, no, none of that. Uh, maybe someone can convince Joe to put on blackface for Halloween and one of his dogs will maul him to death in a clan-like instinct. <laughs> or they call that the Biden-like instinct. Get out there. Okay, here we go. This, this is him landing in Mexico. There's three sounds to hear here, so... He wants to understand the flow of migrants. Now, now, this is what he most recently, oh, this was him just, where the damn fucking video, oh, this is him recently talking about the migrants. In Puerto Rico. After Puerto Rico's ad here, which I can't skip. If I was commander, I'd bite all those fuckers, too. Well, he ain't biting the right fuckers. He's biting the Secret Service agents. You know, the ones that can't find the cocaine because the dog wants it. We turned this city around in 20 months. And then what happened? What happened? Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. But 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 feed, clothes, house. But 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 didn't you didn't you once say? Um, where'd it go? I had the damn video. It was up here. I promise you, it was up here where he was welcoming them to New York, saying, "Oh, we want you here. You'll just have to believe me." Uh huh. That ain't it. Oh, here it is. I found it. As the mayor of the city of New York, I don't, you know, weigh into immigration issues, border issues. Uh, I have to provide services for families that are here, and that's what we're going to do. And that's what we, our responsibility uh, as a city, uh, you know, I'm proud that this is a right to shelter state, and we're going to continue to do that. No, there you Uh, go, but now you're complaining about it. Hypocrite much? Fireman Bowman blames, you'll never guess it, racism. 
Mayor Adams needs to consult with Jill Biden. She knows about Mexican food. Yes, and those breakfast tacos of San Antonio. Let me, let me, let me just ask this simple question. In this day and age, see, politicians are acting like it's 1975 again where we don't have reams of video evidence saying, say, having you say these things, and then you go back on them just six months later, seven months later. Oh, well, I never said anything like that. Well, actually, you did. But see, we don't have a media except Peter Ducey and that black guy from Africa who they tried to ban from the White House press room that are asking any tough questions. Ah, yes, Uh aha, I'm just wondering, what's the president's favorite lavender? Those are the kind of questions that that lesbian chick is answering. They're called softball questions. Uh, Yes, uh, I'd like to know when Joe Biden, uh, what, 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 what foundation does she use? She just looks gorgeous. She's always glowing. I mean, seriously. But but he isn't even the biggest hypocrite. No. No, 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 no. No, to find the biggest hypocrite, all we got to do is knock on the door at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and ask for Mr. Joe Biden. Because just yesterday, the Biden administration told Department of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas to quietly <laughs> quietly waive 26 federal laws to start contra- constructing a new physical wall along the southern border <laughs> and since Donald Trump isn't here I feel that that he would feel that this is appropriate when it comes to building a wall between us and Mexico. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. Trying to figure out stupid logic. Maybe if they go themselves, New York City will become welcome them. But if they are sent there, not okay? I, it, it, Chuck... There's no reason to try to understand this. They say it because they think that that Texas will stop sending them. We won't. Let me let you in on a little secret. When you piss us Texans off, we're fucking assholes. Okay? Because we're going to get our way. And if you say, oh, we're going to welcome them, well, here's busload after busload after busload. And then you got to throw up your hands and go, oi! I don't want no more. You can't say that. You can't say that. Even though Russell Brand probably would say something like that. You can't say that. We're a sanctuary city. 
Look, I've already looked up the definition and read the definition of sanctuary city, and it means they welcome fucking migrants in. I mean, damn. Damn. The, the, the hypocrisy in this world is driving me absolutely, positively fucking nuts. Mm. B. Coop, what's up, brother? It's funny how you can always uh, call out democratic uh, hypocrisy through through actions. Is uh, like they want they want illegals, just not in their backyard. Mm-hmm. They want, in other words, the politicians want them where in areas that don't vote for those politicians. Yep. However, I did have a conversation with a Hispanic friend of mine the other day, and he had a theory that I thought was interesting, and then I'll tell you why I ultimately don't believe it. But okay. his theory his theory is that trying to flood states such as Texas um, and other states that are either red or like borderline red or like flop back and forth between red blue is because they're the Democrats are trying to create a whole new voter base. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is used to socialism, not not used to freedom, and that's going to vote for them, and and just accept like oh it's it's this way because this is the way the world works, not not knowing like oh well you actually have rights that we say are inalienable and were God given, but his theory is that it's not going to work and it's going to backfire on them because a lot of the Hispanic culture, especially in Southern in South America, um, are, let's say, not very tolerant mm-hmm. of the uh, LGBTQ, LMNOP uh, <laughs> agenda. <laughs> However, where and I, I, I do see that because um, I, I have noticed that amongst Hispanic friends that I know. But um, the ultimate reason I don't believe it is I think one thing they did when these people came over and they were having them sign forms, I think they had them sign blank ballots. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, look, look, look. Here's the thing. You're absolutely right. They want them. Your friend was right that they want them to flood this area. Here's the problem. They're not going to be able to vote in this this election or probably another election but about two elections from now, there's going to be all these people that will be voting because these states will allow them to have voter ID or they'll let them have a you know, driver's license. The problem is, is that that trick they've already tried to play. And if you look at the voting numbers in Harlingen County, Texas, which is the county that's probably the most affected by the uh, Eagle Pass border crossing, uh, when Hillary Clinton ran for president, uh, it went, it, they used to be like 97% Democrat, 3% Republican. When Hillary ran, they only won 61-39. And in the last election, it went red. Because the Hispanic people, this is what the Democrats do. Democrats treat people like they're stupid. And they talk down to them. Because they're better than them. Republicans do the same thing. Don't don't everybody get all hussied up about this. But then they lie to them, and then they don't realize that the Mexicans can figure the shit out, that they're lying to them, and they vote the other way. And they've started to vote the other way. And this could backfire ultimately on Democrats, but it still needs to stop. And see, I'm also curious, though, like how much of that 
was the Hillary effect, just because, I mean, Hillary just has that face that you just look at her and you hate her. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, she's a horrible human being. She's awful. And and <laughs> Stupid Dick says, I've heard that name too many times this morning. Yeah, it, You're starting to see, like I was talking about with the Michelle, you're starting to see her little face pop up here and there. Don't be. Well, I'd rather see her face than her gigantic <laughs> penis. Yes, but don't be. I don't be caught off guard if she throws her hat in there with Gavin Newsom. I'm just saying. Oh no, I think it'd be great because I think I think in the heat of the moment she could get a racial slur out of Gavin. <laughs> All right, V Coop, I appreciate it, my friend. All right, see you, buddy. Oh man. Yeah, oh, look, look. Like I said, if you think Joe's the only one running for dem- shit, wake up. I don't think it'll be Michelle this time. I, 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 there's an outside, outside chance. Outside, outside chance. All right, so we've talked about the hypocrisy of New York's mayor. We talked about the hypocrisy of the Biden administration. Now I'm going to go after a fellow by the name of Pope Francis. Yep, that's right. Now, as you know, I am not an environmentalist. I, I, I tell people if they'd like to recycle and leave the world a better place, I have more power to them. We, we put our, our, our cardboard out and we recycle that. That's about as far as I'll go. But Pope Francis issued a new call for climate change action on Wednesday when he slammed the United States in particular as irresponsible on emissions compared to China. Quote, the world in which we live is collapsing and may be nearing a breaking point. If we consider that emissions per individual in the U.S. are about two times greater than those of individuals living in China and about seven times greater than the average poorest countries, We can state the broad change in the irresponsible lifestyle connected with the Western model. Now, this made me do some work. And, you know, I got into radio, so I didn't have to do work. So I went to the World Health Organization or a website called IQAir.com. And it gave me the world's most polluted, most emission. I, I typed in most emissions per city, per state, per uh, most emissions. Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know I was wrong? I was wrong. And I'm sorry. You guys, you guys come to me. And when I find out I'm wrong about something, I like to admit that I'm wrong. Ogre, you called me to the carpet over the Aunt Jemima story. And I, I full-on fall on my sword. I have said, as of recently, as probably a couple weeks ago, the highest American city, and I believe it was New York at the time, ranked at like 150. Well, they went through all the cities in the world, and I was wrong. The highest-ranking city 
in all of America, or, well, yeah, of all of America, happens to be Oak Ridge, United States. Oak Ridge, Oregon. The second highest city is also a city in Oregon. It's called Westfer. Now, respectably, this is where I was wrong. It wasn't 159. No, Oak Ridge, the most polluted city per capita in America, ranks at 382. Westfer, also in Oregon, ranks at 729. Hotan, China, ranks second behind Lahore, Pakistan. Now, Lahore, Pakistan sounds like a fun spot. Did I just, and and by the way, this is up until 2022, until January of this year. We don't have this year's out yet. Now, I can't imagine that America's going crazy. Pakistan, China, India, India, Pakistan, India, India, Chad, India, 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 Iraq, India, 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 Pakistan, India, 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 Kazakhstan, India, 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 China, India, 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 Pakistan, India, 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 Kazakhstan, India times 10, Bahrain. This is just the top 50. Bangladesh. Once again, it's our fault. Thought about this last night. I thought about something I said the other day. Lahore is beautiful this time of year. Uh, is that during the vegetation fire? What the fuck? When I was in China, they had a smog cloud that smelled like burning iPhone 3s. Notorious, good morning. Uh, finally got a call for a job. Higher fare, good, good, good. Wait, some of the worst air quality in America is one of the greenest states? Yes. I'm glad you picked up on that, Kale. Oregon. Oregon has the two worst cities in America. Where are there more tree huggers? In fucking Oregon. This is what America used to be to me. And this is, if they're going to treat us this way, then we need to start acting this way, and they need to realize that we're going to act this way. This goes from climate change. This goes to fucking Ukraine. This goes to everything that's happening in the world. If you expect us to do the job of cleaning out communism, uh, stopping that, then this is what you do. You ask us. And once again, we get a Congress that has a set of balls says, yeah, go ahead and clean up that Russian thing. We go over there. We handle that. We kick the shit out of them and go, okay, China, do you want some? Because we'll come get your ass, too, if you start fucking with Taiwan. You see, and you take, you, you, you take the reins off. You go to countries like China and go, hey, your pollution is off the chain. Now, see, I'm only on page one, and it's mostly India. Uh, China, China makes a big comeback on page two 
of uh, of 51 through 100 and then China really takes off there. I mean, I mean, my god. But once again, we're the ones that have to fucking clean it all up. The Pope, the Pope has called us out by our name. This would be like the school principal calling you out by name, saying you got to stop all this, but you ain't doing anything. Get out of our fucking way. I don't need the United Nations. I don't need NATO. If there's a country that's fucking its people over, economic sanctions on them until they starve to death too, just like they're doing to their people. Hey, so be it. I'm not going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. All this bullshit in the Middle East, I'm cleaning that shit up too. I'm lopping heads off. I'm going to kill them fucking old school style. I am going Old Testament on their ass. Why? Because that's what's needed. And I'm sorry to say it. And if it scares you, I'm sorry. But that's what's going to fix the world. And I don't want to fix the world. I want to fix America. And I don't want to be an an isolationist or whatever they're fucking called. Because I don't believe in that. I believe the world works better when the world is working. Right now, we have morons that sit in the middle of the street protesting one of the greatest fucking things to ever come about, which, yes, it's bad for the, econ- or the environment, but I'm talking about oil. And you want to sit in the middle of the street? There was a, there was a story, and I'm, I'm not going to keep doing all these stories, in Portugal. People in Portugal were fucking stopping, getting out on freeways, and beating the piss out of these people. Fucking A. And why are they beating the piss out of them? Because those people got to go to work. Those people are the people that are pulling the fucking strings. All this political corruption, all that stuff, I, I'm not going to be able to clean that up. They're going to come after me. Let them come after me. And you're going to get both barrels. I will, be, I will be a carrying president. And by carrying, you know what I mean. You want to bum rush me? I'll fucking blast you. Secret Service won't even have a chance. At some point, uh, we are so clean, it's like squeezing blood from a turnip. They all used oil in some way that day and every day of their lives. Well, that you know what, Straight Fire? I, I, by the way, uh, Straight Fire, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, hold on a second there. Well, the freaking God! You know my favorite part of that is? Every time I see these environmentalists or these fucktards, I shouldn't call them environmentalists because people that want to help the environment, I have no problem with. People that want to recycle and they want to do their part good. Leave the world a better place. Don't fucking throw trash on the streets. Don't dump oil down the toilet, okay? I'm all for that. We've built industries. People have careers. People have jobs based around recycling. I, I throw my hands up. Okay. Enjoy that. But don't have the Pope come down browbeating us. When you got countries like China, we're just spitting in the face of that. 
And I know China is developing all these fucking battery-powered cars, but once again, nobody's answered the question. What happens when the batteries die? Because batteries die. What do we do then? I don't want to party like it's 1999. I want to shoplift like it's 99 at FBJ and the Uni Party. Oh, I seen a good uh, one dude backed up uh, his muscle car to the climate activist and started revving. This is what I love. Straight fire. Um, all of them are wearing those bright orange vests, which are made of. Does, does anybody want to say what those bright orange vests are made of? Plastic. And plastic is made out of... That's right, petroleum, which is oil. So you shouldn't even be wearing those vests, stupid. I mean, that, that's my favorite part of the entire... of watching all of these. Because they all have those bright oil... And I'm like, those are made out of plastic, you fuckers. Real environments protesters don't want use plastic banners. Number two, halt traffic that idles and uses up more gas. Number three, create more wear and tear on asphalt roads. No, they don't. People who are real environmentalists, they practice what they preach. You know, look, look. Pam Anderson's been in the news a lot lately because she stopped wearing makeup and woof. God damn. Hoo wee. Lord have mercy. She went hot to not. But she won't even wear fucking leather shoes. She's a fucking vegan, crazy fucking PETA member, whatever. But I respect it. You know why? Because she doesn't bullshit. She plays it all the way out. There's no bullshit there. This is all bullshit. Pope browbeating us. Hey, hey, Popey. Why don't you work on that whole priest touching thing still? Because it's still happening. still going on. <sighs> she went from totally chic to totally geek. Hashtag can't buy me love. Great movie. Fuck, I love that movie. Beautiful lane change, Arnie. Oil to hot to not. Yep, that's what I do. Um, a Swiss writer who called a journalist a fat lesbian was sentenced to 60 days in prison as LGBTQ groups applaud the decision. So in Switzerland, name-calling breaks bones. French uh, polemist uh, Elaine Bonnet, who goes by Elaine Sorel, was sentenced by the Lusant Court for crimes of defamation, discrimination, and incitement to hatred after he criticized Catherine Matriel, a journalist for Swiss newspaper, in a Facebook video two years ago. The decision is an important moment for justice and rights of LGBTQ people everywhere. The conviction of this writer is a strong signal that homophobic hatred cannot be tolerated in our society. 
Not only does he have to go to prison for 60 days, he has to pay legal fees and fines totaling thousands of Swiss francs. Now, here's my question. Are you a fucking lesbian? Because I can see you're fucking fat. I mean, same thing. That's the first question. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, uh huh. What the fuck? By the way, that'll be coming over here. She called me a fat lesbian. Well, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Do you eat pussy? I, I would ask that question. If I was, if I was a, if I was a lawyer, see this once again. Good thing I'm not a lawyer. Uh, yes, I, I'd like to cross-exam. Uh, yes, uh, Miss Sorrell, or no, uh, Miss Machero. Uh, quick question: here. Do you enjoy munching carpet? Hmm? Do, do you scissor mash? Do you enjoy finger blasting your partner? Do you have strap-on toys? What I'm asking is, are you a dyke? Was your favorite book as a kid growing up just like Ellen's little boy with his finger in the dyke? We have that pesky First Amendment in Europe. Free speech is tradition, in air quotes, but not a law. Thankfully, as ours is in writing. I agree with you, Ogre. Thank God it is. But they already, and, and by the way, they've tried this, and they're going to try it again. They're going to try it again. You remember when they tried to come out with hate speech laws? I remember it because it terrified me. I'll tell you why it terrified me. It terrified me because somebody could report you using a slur or using some sort of phrase to the police, and they would either have to ticket you or arrest you. And living in California, that would have been probably an arrestable fine at the time. Now, mind you, at that time was also around the time of gay marriage, and I was against gay marriage at first. I don't care anymore. If you want to fucking ruin your life and get married, you go ahead and ruin your life and get married. But at the time, I was, I was against it. So we read the laws. I read the law. And what scared me was is that this was a hypothetical that could have come true until the Supreme Court struck it down like three weeks later, thank God. If I was at the mall and there were a couple of gay guys that listened to the radio show that I was on, and we had a lot. Everybody listened to us. I mean, I don't even know the demographics of the people. Everybody listened to us because we were the shit. And that's not me being cocky. That's not me being braggadocious. That's me being fucking truthful to you. And if these two gay listeners heard me that morning going off on gay marriage, saying I, I, I didn't want it, blah, 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 they could go up to a security guard at the mall and say, hey, that guy called him a faggot. Security guard would have to come up and accost me and either sit me down and wait till the police got there. And it's two people's word against mine. Now, once it gets to court, it'd probably be thrown out because we'd find out the truth about these two. But here's the problem if it makes it that far to court, I've already been fired from my job, I've already been made an example in the public eye. I am guilty on every charge because people can't handle being called names. 
I tell you, man. It, it, now, if I were to go into a gay bar and open fire, then yes, I should be charged with a hate crime, even though I think most crimes involve hate. But I, I, I'm, I'm trying to play to you. If I go and I, and I put swastikas on a synagogue, yeah, I should probably be arrested of a hate crime. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. But saying somebody's a fat lesbian, shit, I'd be. Y'all motherfuckers would have to lock me up and throw the key away. I would probably get the death sentence for the names that I've called people on this show. Uh, maybe a little drag queen story for kindergartens. Not to distract current conversation, but when I was in college, I worked in the summer in Switzerland. Family I stayed with had two military-issued rifles. Since both the males in the house did military service, they said everyone who served in the Army still has their gun. Easy access to guns, yet minimal gun violence. Huh? Very interesting. I don't want to live in a place that, that curtails my freedom, so. That's the problem. I kind of, I, 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 I've kind of grown um, quite, quite close. I enjoy my freedoms. I really do, and I don't want them taken away from me. They were taken away from me for about four days when I was in the loony bin, but that's okay. I understood how precious they were, how important they were. And after about a five-year span, I got all my freedoms back. I can own a gun now if I want. I choose not to. I would rather get a ballistic knife. Wink, wink. Hello, anybody? Wink, wink. Ballistic knife. Did he have a hot blonde daughter named Ingrid? (laughs) Unfortunately not. But... I got all my freedoms back, and and I don't want to go someplace where I don't have freedoms, especially the freedom of speech. Man, oh, man. I speak for the Japanese people when I say you have a pass from us, short, small dick, bad driving math, and other jokes about our people. Thank you. See, see, this is why, Mage, Mage, you're, you're, you're my official Asian of the show. Stackar, he's my official Indian of the show. He, he's a call center. I, I do need a casino Indian. Slides off limits to Ching Chong. Not you, Mage. Mage, you're always allowed on the slide. You and Delta. All right. I can't get into this next story, even though I have one here. Um, oh, you know what? I, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Dylan Mulvaney's in the news again. I'm going to save the story for tomorrow because we have to get to Joe Murphy at 10 o'clock. And there's also another story about the, the wonderful, uh, well, uh, about what Americans feel. Uh, this is something that recently happened with Candace Owens. If you don't know who Candace Owens is, she's a black conservative woman, and she's quite pregnant right now, and she's on a speaking tour while being pregnant. Um, and she was speaking at a college, which I, I don't understand why they do this. They're just asking for trouble. Um, but this is what went down. 
trans students on this campus who actively feel victimized by your presence here today. Additionally, you just pointed out that this man detransitioned, but earlier in your speech... You Guys, I want to hear her. Go ahead. What do I have to say? Just, just the question, please. No speech. What is the question? What do you have to say to the trans students on this campus who feel actively victimized by your presence here? Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. Next question. Bravo. Bravo. Nice new term for Daughter Feather Call Center Casino. Thank you. Phone's dying. Time to get to my desk so I can listen from my PC and get work up. Up till 4 this morning. Printing. Hey, Chaz, man, your order will be shipped tomorrow morning. Awesome. Life's tough. Get a helmet. I wish we could say that to every kid in every school in America right now. Not just the trans kids. Not just the... the the, the, the black kids or the Chinese kids or the white kids or the autism kids or the peanut allergy fucking kids. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Fuck your feelings. I am so, I'm so spent. I'm spent on this issue. Uh, what do you think about the transgendered people that are offended that you're here? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. This college asked me to come speak here. I said, this is my fee. The college said, here's your fee. And as I'm a person of my word, since they paid me, I'm here speaking. I could give two fucking shits. Are any of them here? Oh, they didn't come here? Why am I worried about them? This is what people need to realize. Not everybody's going to like you, okay? And in radio, I had to find that out, and it's fine. And I found out early that not everybody is going to like you, okay? And as soon as you're okay with that, the world will be an easier place for you to live in. And you don't want everybody to like you. Why do you want to like everybody? I don't want to like everybody. That's too many people. I'm bad with names. It's too many gifts to give at the holidays. I don't like people enough. If you want to think that you're a fucking girl, why do I want to even know you if you're a dude? I think you're out of your fucking mind. You don't deserve to be in my group of friends. And I get to choose that. Candace Owens, I mean, you got first uh, mainstream African-American woman who's articulate and bright and clean, nice-looking gal. I mean, that's a storybook. <laughs> yeah. That's Joe Biden for you. T, the transfer people can suck my balls. What I love is how mere presence of a person like Candace is hurtful or endangering. But when protesters loot and burn and threaten to yell in each other's face, that's just plain old rights. Isn't it, isn't it truly amazing? Those people who are hurt by Candace Owens' words, they don't have to hear them. They never have to hear them. People that get hurt by the things I say, guess what? You don't ever have to hear what I say. Just turn the fucking computer off. God damn it. By the way, tomorrow, holy shit. There is a story at, from Major League Baseball that is so incredibly wrong that has happened. Joe and I aren't going to talk about it today because we got way too much football. 
But this is the story of Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, who was a pitcher for the Dodgers and a darn good one at that, was accused of all kind of heinous things against a young woman. Beating her up, domestic violence, sexual fucking assault. Major League Baseball kicked him out. Everybody shunned him, banned him for like 300 games. All turned out to be fake. I watched an interview with this morning with the young lady, and I use that term lady very loosely with this whore, who was being asked about this. And Trevor Bauer showed text messages. He showed a video the morning after. This, this was my favorite part. He shows a video the morning after this alleged physical assault happened where he choked her out and then beat her where she had bruises and marks on her face. Yet in the video, there's no bruises on her. And when the lady asks her the question, she goes, oh, I really appreciate that question. It's a good one. And the lady's fine, and she says that to all her questions. She's like, yeah, I know. That's why I asked it. You can't answer like a politician, you dumb little bitch. You fucking lied. Oh, I'll get into the meat and bones of it tomorrow, but man, oh, man. Hey, Trevor Bauer, come to Texas. My middle son is autistic, and I tell him all the time that life isn't a piece of cake. Everything's going to try and eat you alive. Just let it go and move on. And that's the thing. And and you know what, Christine? You're doing a great job. Doing a great job. There's plenty of kids that that are on the spectrum and stuff. Uh, Christine, if y'all get HBO and you want to watch a story uh, that's very, very uplifting, Watch that show, Real Sports, with that white guy, Bryant Gumble, And they do a story about um, a, a guy named Rodney Pete Jr. And Rodney Pete was a quarterback at USC, played in the NFL for 12, 13 years, married to Holly Robinson Pete from 21 Jump Street, the hot black chick. And they had twins, and the son was, autistic, was born autistic. And they said all these things that his son would never do. And to see where that son is now today, it's such an uplifting story. I highly, and I, and I got it from your out. So I, I highly recommend you try watching that because it'll, it'll give you a fucking great, great perspective on things. Uh, if I was her, I would have said, I'm black woman and about to <laughs> baby fuck your feelings, run into traffic, you white cunt, having a white person talking down to me. That's a real, <laughs> and fuck yourself. Got to get Joe a 72 jersey. <laughs> I've been saying it since day one that Bauer was getting screwed. Oh, it's so bad. This story is so bad. Uh, Mixler booted me three times. Anyone else having this issue? Live in town of 300, raining. Uh, go to uh, just go to my website. Go to ArnieRadio.com and listen there. Mixler's been having some issues lately. Can't wait to see Barry Sanders' story coming. Want to know why he quit on his team? Ah, that is a good one. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, coming up next. Ah. Times were lean, round our house the grass was green. 
didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and kept us fed Taught us how to look ahead Now looking back I understand We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Sunday mornings rolled around We dressed up in hand-me-downs Just in time together with the church Sometimes I think how long it's been And how it impressed me then It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away Walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Each morning I wake up 
It's twenty to life in a place where the sun never shines. And tomorrow you're gonna find me right here, still doing time. Still doing time in a honky tonk prison. Still doing time where a man ain't forgiven. My poor heart is breaking, oh, but there's no escape. Each morning I wake up and I find still doing time. Still doing time Reckon that I am But this thing's going on Make me mad down to the core I have to work like a dog To make ends meet There's crooked politicians And crime in the street And I'm madder than hell And I ain't gonna take it no more We tell our kids Just say no And then some panty-waist judge Let's a drug dealer go He slaps him on the wrist And he turns it back out on the town but if I had my way with people selling dope I'd take a big tall tree and a short piece of rope I'd hang them up behind and let them swing till the sun goes down Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Well, the good book says it's all I know it's the truth And I pull an eye and a tooth for you better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple man Now I'm the kind of man who wouldn't harm a mouse But if I catch somebody breaking in my house I got a 12-gauge shotgun waiting on the other side So don't go pushing me against my will I don't want to have to fight you but a darn show if you don't want trouble, then you better just pass me on by. As far as I'm concerned, there ain't no excuse for the raping and the killing and the child abuse. And I got a way to put an end to all that mess. You just take them rascals out in the swamp, or put them on the knees and tie them to a stump. Let the rattlers and the bugs and the alligators do the rest. Well, you know what's wrong with the world today People done gone, put their Bibles away They're living by the law of the jungle, not the law of the land Well, the good book says it, so I know it's the truth I'm for an eye and a tooth for a tooth You better watch where you go and remember where you've been That's the way I see it, I'm a simple man Watch where you go 
phone call. I got I got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, making sure he's okay, not getting shot up again. Uh oh. Oh no. Hello, my man Joe Murphy. I am here. How are you, my friend? Well. I don't know if you can hear in the background. I'm, I'm working security at Center to Diane Feinstein's hospital room. Oh, okay. I, I thought she was dead. No, she's still clinging. Oh, okay, okay. Are you she's keeping her clinging. alive? Yeah. All doctors to the ER. Uh oh, that could be bad. <laughs> All doctors to the ER. Oh no. oh no. Okay. Well, listen, guys. I'm on break, so yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You got to get out of there, Joe. I got to get out of here. I need a break. Fucking too, many, too many fucking Democrats around here. Uh, good morning, Joe. How are you, my friend? I am doing well. Um, doing well. Joe, you and I were texting back and forth the last couple of days. I got to say, how about my Texas Rangers? You know, I got out my broom for game two. I was, I was, I was okay. Like, game one, winning game one, I was all, I was like, I let out a giant sigh of relief because that was a huge win. Yeah, and, had to and, get game one. Yeah, and in game two, I was like, well, you know, if we drop it, yes, I'm going to be pissed. But it, at least we have game three. But then the Rangers just came out and fucking were smoking the ball yesterday. You know, and you know what, what, what I find weird is that, you know, I got at noon here, I got both ranger games on free television oh yeah abc you know, i'm an advocate for, i'm an advocate for the people you yes, know that. you are you are you are I the work, people joe i work for the common man you are the common and, man thank you well i thought it was a little more affluent but whatever <laughs> um so uh yeah but those both of those games they get on free tv but of course now that we're getting to the nitty-gritty yeah. they're all on tbs and fox sports one yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Fox will have the 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 championship series, so you'll you'll be getting. Yeah, the, the... And when they reach the weekends, it's it's on Fox too, you know. Yeah. But usually, usually, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, um, I love one... baseball playoffs. Yeah, I love it because the... now it's time to party. Uh, we'll go through the playoffs here in just a second. But how embarrassing is it that the 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 Rays broke a record that stood for over a hundred years? Of the lowest attendance since a 1919 Cincinnati Reds game, when they only had 19,000 people show up for Game One. 
I mean, that's a playoff game. Oh, so you know what they should have done? They should have had Tom Brady play first base. Then everybody would have showed up. <laughs> no shit. You know they average 17,000 people a game, and they're getting a new stadium? Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, well, how about we just throw Lawler on a truck and head it out there? That, that, you, you'll, you'll feel that sucker every time. I, I mean, is like, I, I'm blown away by this. I, I'm, I'm honestly blown away that the Rays can, can shit the bed like this. Yeah. I, I mean, it's you amazing know, to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, your team makes it to the playoff. God, you guys won the Super Bowl, you know, uh, what, uh, what was it, two years ago? Something like that, yeah, two, three years yeah, ago. And, and, I mean, you know, you could become, how about being a sports town? No, we're a let's go clubbing town, I guess. I don't know what's going on in Tampa, but that's just ridiculous Did that, you know. Well, wait, uh, wait, wait. I mean, the A's, their new stadium, I think that the, uh, the new stadium in Vegas is only going to hold like 27,000 people. That's ridiculous. See, and here's the thing. The the Lightning just won the Stanley Cup like three years ago, too. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, you guys are, you guys are, I mean, you're a sports town now, but apparently you don't want to be. No. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing, but the playoffs will resume on Saturday. Um, I'm not happy that my first game is on at noontime here because I got the Texas OU game, for Christ's sake, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you got you got a big weekend, the NFL huge. too. Bro. Oh my God! So let's go through these. We'll start in the National League. Uh, the Diamondbacks made it through the uh, the wild card round. Diamondbacks AAA affiliate in Reno uh, taking on the L.A. Dodgers. What do you like in that series? And there's like I think there's like fifteen. There's a whole bunch of uh, of uh, Diamondbacks that are I mean uh, Reno Aces that are on that team. That yeah. Chris Payne is not one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he tried out though he looked good mm-hmm. but we were like no you can't be a left-hander and play shortstop yeah. sorry buddy sorry um, yeah so i like uh, well you know what i've never been a diamondbacks fan uh, they're in the same division as the padres mm. so are the dodgers the dodgers one of three teams i guess to get 100 wins they just got 100 and yeah uh, the Orioles, the orioles and the uh, braves um uh, you know what i'm because I've never been a Diamondbacks, but I'm not a Dodger. You know what? I, I, I the Dodgers. You got to lay two bucks to win a buck on the Dodgers, yeah. so they're a heavy favorite in Game One. Uh, game One, I'd probably go with the Dodgers. I guess it looks like Kershaw is going to be pitching Game One, so I, I guess he's finally ready to go. Um, look, the thing I like about the Diamondbacks, their hats all have the letter A on it, and I, I collect letter A hats and. I'm looking at a really cool patriotic one that I wear, but I'm not going to pick against the Dodgers because I'm not stupid. So uh, yeah. I'll take the Dodgers in that series. Um, so uh, I'm safe to say you probably have an Aces cap. Oh, I have a few. I, I have over uh, 150 letter A hats. No, I mean say, but you have a couple Reno Aces. Oh cap. God, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, I love when I lived there and I started this tradition. Oh, I couldn't wait till their new hats came out. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, I didn't like that, that the biggest little city hat though, the BLC hat. I did not care for that. No, yeah. that was piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. And I, I tried to get, uh, Chris's, uh, hot dog, uh, costume, but he wouldn't let go of it. No, of course not. Uh, the other game, uh, the other series in the national league, the Phillies and the Braves do the, do the Phillies have a chance Are the Braves that good this year? I'm taking the Phillies in game one on Are the road. You? Wow. 
Yeah, you know what? Because I don't like the break. I'm sorry, Ted Turner, but I was forced to watch the Maddox. Uh, what, uh, what was the other one that's Glavin? now announcer? Uh, oh, oh, the announcer, what, Skip Carey? No, 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 the pitcher. Uh, Tom Glavin? Never had that pitching rotation. It was just unbeatable. Smoltz? Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. Smoltz. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I was forced to watch them. We didn't get WGN for a while, and we finally got it, and I could watch uh, Harry Carey. But before that, I was forced to watch Braves games, so I'm, I'm always voting against the Braves. I'm taking the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, I hate the Phillies and I hate the Braves, but the Braves also have letter A hats. So I'm going to actually pick the Braves in this series just based on their hats alone. So, oh, we're picking the series. Yeah, Dodgers for the win the series. Yeah, and I'm going to pick the Phillies to win the series. Okay, all right. Um, the next one up, and the only and, – and I do have I, – I had one and I got rid of it. The Astros released one hat with a letter A, and I had it, but I felt guilty because I hate them so much, so I got rid of it. The Twins and the Astros series. The Twins, boy, they came out of nowhere. They have not gone this far since 2002. Yeah. I mean, and I watching. They won a playoff game since did, 2002. Did, have, you see, have you seen any of the highlights? I mean, the fans were going ape shit there. That was a playoff experience. You know, that's the thing. You get up in the Midwest, you know, like you said, Minnesota. It doesn't matter if their teams stink. They still show up. You know, and then when their teams make it, it's just so rewarding, you know, to finally. And then they show up. I mean, yeah, it's 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 great to see. Uh, it's great to see an underdog like the Twins, you know, a small market like that come back and I mean, uh, you know, win, get into the playoffs. So, as much because I do hate the Astros like you, I'm gonna take the Twins. I'm gonna be pulling for the Twins yeah. because we don't have money on this. Yeah. <laughs> I can pick whoever I want, so I'm going with the Twins. As much as I want to, this is this is the scenario I want. I, I'd like to see the Twins win, but the Twins kicked our ass a lot this year. So did the Astros. But if I get my druthers, because the next series we're going to talk about are the Rangers and the Orioles, and of course, I, I, everybody knows I'm going to pick the Rangers. I would well, love. Well, just so I, you know, just so you know, I'm finally getting accustomed to. to I'm finally getting accustomed to the Astros being an American League team. It's taken several years. Oh yeah. For years, they were a National League team. Nolan Ryan, oh, yeah. the whole deal. Mike so Scott. I finally, look when I see the Astros now, I think American League, which that took a while. But, all right, moving on to your Rangers. You know, Arnie, you're a solid kid. I know that things are tough there. You know, and I, when I found out Roscoe had to get a second job, I knew things were tough there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at your place. So, I, I'm going to go with your Rangers. I'm behind you all the way, kid. I appreciate that. I got to say good morning to somebody. Freedom Girl. Says, good morning, fabulous ass family and the infamous Joe Murphy. Been having nonstop issues with Mixler and finally able to join chat. Still can't listen live. Not to worry, I do listen to every recorded show every single day. Have an awesome Thursday, everyone. You too, Freedom Girl. Back to this series. Yeah. I, look, I, 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 I'm a homer. I love my Rangers. I love them. And, and the way they're playing, I love it. If they don't win this year, they'll win it next year. But I'd like to see a Rangers-Astros American League Championship Series, and I'd like for us to kick them right in the fucking balls and then go and, to the World and, Series and win. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and please, Rangers, please, you're in Baltimore. Stay in the hotel, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Do not venture out. It's like going to Kingston, Jamaica. You might get a Jamaican necktie. Just stay in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, D- don't go out. The, the crab is overrated. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, the crime is underrated. But... <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll we'll watch these series. We'll 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 talk about them uh, again next week. Now, let's get to the important shit, shall we? College football. Oh, yeah, that's where it all began. And we're going to start, uh, Joe, you know I love you, and we always do this every week. We have to start with... Now, now, Joe, y- y'all let me down last week getting punished by a Michigan. Yeah, um, boy, you know, we are... We got, I mean, that was, you know, I, I, when that game started, I was like, I was like, um, I'm doing something on my laptop here, so that's why I'm pausing for a minute. Um, I was like, you know, come on, let's just show up. Let's just show up. Let's do, let's not do a runaway. And it, it was, it was like a three quarters of a runaway. You know, they just got, I mean, they just are a better team. Uh, we obviously, we've got stuff to work on. Uh, you know, but I still am sticking with this Matt rule. I, I like his style. I like the way he's going at it. We just don't have the thoroughbreds that some of these other schools have, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I know there's some big boosters in Nebraska, so let's start ponying up some some money. huh? Let's get some players. But uh, uh, I think against Illinois, if we don't beat Illinois, I mean, it's, I, it's at Illinois, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is, and Illinois is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, and Champaign, Illinois. Uh, don't please don't. If you ever meet me, uh, don't don't say Illinois because I'll walk <laughs> away. I'll just walk away. Okay, uh, it's like it's Illinois. I know a great place outside of Chicago. It's called Illinois. Um, <laughs> so Illinois, three and a half points. You know, of course, I got to go with that because we've got this. I mean, we we haven't been a top five team. I know Illinois is not a top, but we haven't been a top five team since like in like twenty years. Um, and that we had our shot against Michigan it would have been huge for Nebraska. We need a big one, but this is this is big enough. If we can win on the road, a Big Ten game, it says you know it'll get our fans back fired up, which we, you know, you know, the Brass fans don't care. They're still going to show up. But, uh, oh, but there was a huge controversy against Michigan because they started leaving in the second half. It was like 93 degrees, and you could see seats. And I'm telling you, Arnie, when I was there, this never happened. Mm-hmm. You could see just rows and rows of seats empty uh, at Memorial Stadium. And, of course, I had to go pray the rosary after that. Of because course. Yeah. And so uh, – but I, but I got to go. With, we if we if we win this game. There was a hope. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. Of course, I got to take the Huskers. Uh, I'll take the Huskers too, just for you, Joe. I, I, and I'm disappointing my T-shirt guy, Rhino. I'm sorry. I'm not picking the Illini. I I I, I think it's a toss-up game. I think Michigan or Nebraska needs this game more. I'm looking at Nebraska's schedule right now. To win this game, you're halfway to a bowl. You got <laughs> you got Northwestern, Purdue. Yeah. Michigan State. I see Michigan State being an easy game because they're in disarray. Um, yeah. Maryland, which I don't really care about. Wisconsin, they're nobody. Iowa, you might lose that game. You're going to need this game. You're going to need the Michigan State game and to take one from Northwestern or Purdue or Maryland. I and because I think college football is better when Nebraska is a good team. 
and, yeah, and you know what? They the, need a those bowl four, game. Our next, our next four games, those four games, like I said, like you know, with with Michigan State having an off year, Wisconsin having kind of kind of an off year, um, we got a good shot. These are games we can win. I truly, you know, if, if there's other years, I would say no, we 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 don't we we probably are going to lose. But I truly believe. These like next four games, Nebraska has a shot to win them. And for God's sake, if we, oh my God, a four game winning streak, Arnie, you may have to come back to town and resuscitate me if we can get on a four, if we can get on a four game winning streak. I will literally like get hypertension. I mean, um, uh, all right. So we're both we're we're both gonna be fine taking. Um, well, let's see. Hold on. Let me let me get something here. Okay, there we go. I got that right. Uh, all right. Uh, so we're both taking Nebraska in that game. Next big game that we'll talk about on Saturday. Look, I, I've never been a big Alabama fan until this Saturday. Because the 11th ranked Alabama Crimson Tide is going into that desolate toilet of a city named Bryan College Station and taking on the Texas A&M Aggies. Both teams 4-1. and one. And let me just say, you know what, just let me say it right now. Roll Tide! Oh, jeez. You know, I wish you got it, but you don't. Woo! I've never been a bigger Alabama fan than I am right now! Yeah. I hate to tell you, buddy. I'm about to rain on your roll parade. Tide, roll Tide! Roll! Texas College of Agriculture and Mechanics, I think it is now. I don't think it's military. Maybe it's military. I'll have to look it up. But I'm going with the Aggies, kid. No. Oh, oh, God. Well, the bookies aren't that, uh, you know, the bookies aren't that, uh, aren't that uh, impressed with Alabama. It's a home game. The 12th man will be out. Um, Ralphie won't be there to run over the coach. And so Ralphie's in Colorado, jackass. I know. I'm just saying there will be no mammals at the game other than humans. <laughs> so I'm taking oh. Texas A&M. <laughs> oh my God, that hurts my soul, Joe. Well, Joe. I'm not betting against your boys. I'm just be- I'm betting against oh. Nick Saban. Excuse me for not for not liking the devil. I want the devil to win every game by 50 points. That makes us look even better. But I'll talk more about that in just a minute. So you're taking the Aggies in that game. My God in heaven. Uh, yes, yeah. Rhino. We talked about Nebraska Illinois game. We're both taking Nebraska. Sorry. Uh, all right, last game before we get to the big one. This one's a big one in the SEC. This one's kind of interesting. We got number 20 Kentucky, who's undefeated, taking on the number one ranked team in the land, Georgia, who's also undefeated. I don't know how Georgia's a 14 and a half point favorite. Kentucky's playing decent football right now. You know, and Kentucky has always been a thorn. Remember, they played Florida. I loved Kentucky last week. They've always been a thorn in the side of Florida. And sure enough, they just, but they didn't come out and just beat them. I mean, they, 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 they beat them good. Uh, Georgia may be, do you know who the quarterback of Georgia is? I do not. I, I, he I'm... is the son of a Nebraska Hall of Famer who's a Nebraska oh, coach. He's an assistant coach. He helps in Nebraska. We tried everything. We could. Rayola is his name. Dominic is his dad. He was like a, a was like a defensive tackle, and he works with Nebraska now. And we did everything we could to keep him at Nebraska, but no, he was the number one overall. Uh, he was like that Travis Hunter a few years ago, the okay. number one 
recruited guy out of college. And, and of course, in Arizona, his, you know, his dad played for Nebraska, but they live in Arizona. And uh, um, he he was he was the number one, the five star, the blue chipper. Uh, and he's their quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like rooting for him, but nobody. You know what? Listen, you little scumbag. Why didn't you go to Nebraska? That a boy. That a boy. Okay. I, like but I just don't think Kentucky has the horses to beat them. Georgia's two touchdown favorite, which to me, what did I tell everybody? When you walk up to the sportsbook, forget about all those numbers, all those confusing numbers up on the board. Pick the team you like. Yep. And you, it's a good system, is it? It really is. It, it really is. Uh, it, it really is. I mean, if you know, oh, but are you at the horse race? Ooh, that's a pretty horse. Guess, guess what? The guy over there with his laptop and seven cell phones. He has no more clue than you do. Pick the pretty oh, horse, and my, you, you my, probably win. Joe, Joe, you know what's so funny? You remember when, um, what is it, Grand Sierra was, was the like, before it was the Grand Sierra, it was like the, the Hilton or whatever? And yeah, it's been four things. It started off as a valley, then mm -hmm. it went to an MGM, and then it went to the Hilton, and now it's the Grand Sierra. Do you remember the sports book in the Hilton, how it had the sports book, which was amazing, and then right next to it was the race book? My dad spent so much time in there, and he had a system, never won. His main system was never bet on gray horses. That was his main system, and he used to always yeah. lose to gray horses. You know, you know, like I said, in the old days, you know, you, we, I mean, I worked in the sports book. We had to be like, hey, no two-way communication devices, sir. I'm going to have to ask you to leave with your cell phone. Now, they, now they've got servers in there, you know, like, you know, yeah. like, they're like computers. I mean, they're, you know, the guy's got his laptop, his cell phone. He's on the phone with Mickey the Fixer, and uh, <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his fucking computer in front of him. And, you know, I, I left Lucky Eddie in the fifth how about you you know and, and this and that and then and then some girl walks in with her apple teeny and a big hat on and says "Ooh, that's a pretty horse to bet on him and that horse wins yeah of so, course every time I, I know how sports work betting work right all right all right here we go now it's time ladies and gentlemen so who are we taking in this one what uh oh i'm 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 gonna take kentucky and I, upset i'm taking kentucky upset really to yep. win the game to win the game well, we're going to be – I think we're going to disagree on a lot. I, I want Kentucky to win. This is the old don't bet with your heart, bet with your head. Yeah. I want Kentucky. I just don't think they have it. Georgia wins that game. All right. All right. Now, finally, to the game oh, of the yeah. weekend. Oh. At the State Fair of Texas, every oh, second no. Sunday, Saturday in October, this wonderful team from the south drives up four hours from Austin, Texas. And this horrible team from Norman, Oklahoma, drives down three and a half hours to play in the Red River Shootout. That's what it's called. It's not the rivalry. It's not the 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 the, the shootdown or whatever. It's the shootout. And that game will be happening on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock my time, 9 o'clock on the West Coast. Number 12, undefeated Oklahoma, rolls in to Fair Park. And they take on the third-ranked Texas Longhorns, who are also five and zero. Oh. oh my God! This is a this is a red. Wait a minute! This is a Red River. This is a Red River gunfight. Yes. Oh yeah. That's why we call it the shootout. Oh well, we still call it the shootout. What do they call it now to be politically correct? Showdown. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking smoke me. Or, or no, it's called the rivalry. The Red, yeah, River, the Red rivalry. River rivalry, right, right. Yeah. Also, news alert, I just learned Nebraska, Illinois is a Friday night game. Yes, yes, it is a Friday night oh game. I, I haven't even started preparing. 
<laughs> I thought it was a Saturday. Steve, Leslie, get my stuff together. I have no idea this game was that early. This is ridiculous. I have to get my blow-up Herbie Husker and everything. This is crazy. Um, you know, that's – boy, that, I'll tell you what. As far as I'm concerned, that's the biggest game in college football this weekend. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, easily the biggest Well, thing. I know it is in your household. I don't have to ask that. Mm-hmm. But I really think this is this is a giant game. And this is, oh, at the Texas stage here. This will be on ABC. This will mm-hmm. be there. Game day's uh, there. Lee Corso, baby. Lee Corso's in the oh, house. Lee Corso's showing up? Oh, yeah. Kurt, I, I believe Herbie is calling it with, uh, with, with Chris Fowler. Oh, this is the game, baby. Yeah, it's a game. Real quick, you remember Chris Fowler at Scholastic Sports America? Oh, yeah. That was his first gig. Yeah, he's I, made it a long way, and he deserves it because he's a really good guy. He's, he's a good announcer. Awesome, awesome guy. Uh, yeah, he is, he's one of the best. Yeah, and Kirk Herbstreit's pretty good. Ohio State quarterback, dork. Anyway, uh, you know what? Man, this is tough, Arnie. I'm going to tell you why, because uh, – I mean, Oklahoma, because of Oklahoma's porous defense um, and and my love for the ass family and its founder, I'm going with the Texas Longhorns. Attaboy. Attaboy. Now, now I will say that Oklahoma has probably gotten better this year. I'm looking at their schedule. They beat Arkansas State powerhouse 73 to nothing. They beat SMU 28 to 11. Eh, That's not a very good win. No Eric Dickerson on that team. Uh, they beat Tulsa, which is pretty much a junior college, 66-17. to 17. They are the Golden Showers. They beat Cincinnati, who that's not a real football program, 20-6. to 6. And then they beat Iowa State, who Iowa State doesn't have Brock Purdy anymore, so they ain't any good. Beat them 50-20. to 20. Now, when I look at the Texas Longhorns schedule. Boom, boom. Um, What do I see there? Um, I see that the Texas Longhorns have defeated Rice. No, very good team, 37 to 10. The were sleeping that day. (laughs) The the Alabama Crimson Tide handed Nick Saban, at the time number three in the country, his worst loss ever as a head coach, 34 to 24, at Alabama. Then they beat Wyoming like a drum. Then they beat Baylor like a drum, two schools that aren't very good. Then they beat an undefeated Kansas team 40-14 to last weekend. Now, in my estimates, if the Longhorns win this game, that will be the third-ranked team that they beat this year. The third-ranked undefeated team that they beat this year. Why are we not getting more votes for number one? Wow. I mean, the num- who's the number two team? Michigan. Who have they been? No offense. Yeah, yeah, no they're, offense. They're, don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. They're in the big chance. They'll they'll show up weak one day. They'll get a loss. And then you got Georgia, which they're in the I mean, you know, they're always for real. When you know, when 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 Michigan is undefeated and Georgia's undefeated, and you had to bet on who's gonna get a loss, you know it's gonna be Michigan, uh, because they just don't have it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna take Texas just by like okay. strength of schedule, All right. I guess. Because like you said, you know, they uh, you guys, uh, you guys did good. Uh, real quick, you guys, I mean, you guys are doing great, and I think you, I think you do have a defense that sometimes operates, and I know your offense is potent. So I'm taking Texas. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think? Real, Close. Real quick, I wanted, to, I wanted to real quick. You know, uh, last year the start of the season, the kid from Damani Ranch, 
was uh, the kid from, uh, yeah, no, Demonte Ranch, yeah, from here in Reno, was the starter at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Lost his starting job in the middle of about four games in to uh, McCarthy. Then he transfers, like, oh, well, because now, you know, kids can, well, if I'm not going to play, I'm out of here. Right. And, and so they, he goes to Iowa. First game doesn't score a point. <laughs> He's out for the season. Kid oh, from Demonte. that's too bad. Um, yeah. All right, my oh. pick here. I will say this: Oklahoma has gotten better from last year. Last year, the Longhorns beat them forty-nine to nothing. Um, my pick this year for the Red River Shootout will be the University of Texas, and it's a rivalry <laughs> game. It's it's wow. a rivalry game. Final score be fifty-six for Texas, and like I said, Oklahoma has improved to three. 56-3, Longhorns victory. You know, you caught me off guard with the Texas blowout. I was never expecting that from you. Yeah, yeah. 56-3, because Oklahoma has improved. I, I will say, see, I'm I, I'm a sporting guy. I'll say that they're a better team, but they're, they're nowhere in the league of the almighty Texas Longhorns. And by the I way. Just received a, I just received a fact. Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay, uh, the Rays will be playing in the sphere next year. In the sphere. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing. They're trying to improve crowd attendance. Yeah, you know? I so mean, they're going to play in the sphere. Anyway, yeah. That, that's the only place that they could ever get anybody. Uh, all right, so we <laughs> got that. Bono's the third. <laughs> all right, so now. Time for the NFL. Now, now last week, Joe, you didn't have a good week. Oh God! I know. I was just. I, I stayed in bed all weekend. I was crushed. Uh, you were six and ten last week, making your mark thirty-seven and twenty-seven for the season. Fuck me running. Now last week I broke even. I went eight and eight. So I picked up a couple games on you. I'm thirty-five and twenty-nine now. I'm only two games behind you, Joe. Only two I thought games. You caught up. I really thought you caught up. I, 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 you know, I never. I always trust you to keep track because I know you keep track. So, I, but I watched the scores and, and I was like, I think Army might have tied me, but I still got a two game lead. I'll take it. Uh, somebody just texted me: Is Army Navy this weekend? No, Army Navy's not until November. It's the last game of the year. Somebody's knocking at my door. Should I answer or not? No, I, I wouldn't answer. I mean, I would, I'm probably a I, bill collector. I, I'm doing a podcast. I'll be right with you. I did, yeah, just a second. It's going to be a while. Uh, all right. There's always women knocking at my door. It's crazy. Um, first game is tonight on Prime Video. If, I'm, if, if I had Prime Video, I would sue over this game. The 0-4 Bears are going against the 2-2 Commandos from Washington. Oh, uh, I, I just, I, ugh. Well, you know, in this one, I'm going to go right off the bat and say, you know, I, I really, you know, the poor folks of Chicago, you know, when I was in Chicago, I was on the Magnificent Mile, and, you know, this is back in the day, and I like to imbibe a little, and they were like nine bucks for a draft or this or that, and then we're headed to Midway Airport, the, we hit the Polish section of town, and it, they're like dollar beers, and there's this buxom Polish woman bringing out finger sandwiches for free. And I'm like, where have we been this whole week? <laughs> why, why are we on the Magnificent Mile? Mm-hmm. This is magnificent. Uh, but, I, but I'm taking the commanders. Um, as much as I want, I, look, look, I feel bad for Bears fans. 
I mean, Bears fans have suffered through and suffered through, uh, but this ain't their week, and it's going to be an ugly game. I mean, this is going to be U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. This game could end up 3-2. to two. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, safety and a field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I could see that happening. Oh, God almighty. All right, then we go to Sunday. Who are you taking? Who are you taking? Oh, I'm taking the Commanders. All right, we're oh, both okay. on board. Uh, hey, you got an early game. You got an early game on Sunday, my friend. You got the London Jaguars staying at home there in London, taking on the three and one Buffalo Bills. You know, in 1994, when Nebraska won Tom Osborne's first championship, they won it by playing smash mouth football. And this is one NFL game where I think we're going to see a little smash mouth football. And of course, I'm going, oh, God, can we get, get in the end zone once? I'm taking the Steelers, of course. This is not the Steelers game. This is the Jaguars and the Bills. Oh, I thought, oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah, the early one. I'm sorry. I, I, you said the ESPN when it was right on top. Thank the Oh, the International Series. Yes. I apologize. Yes. That's the wrong webpage I yeah. was on. Um, yeah, the, the Jags and the Bills. Did the Jags, didn't they play there last week? Yeah, they did. The London they Jaguars. Just, they're just having tea and crumpets all week. Yeah. Uh, I got to go with the Bills. Oh, man. I, you know, I want to take I mean, the Bills. Yeah, listen to me. The Jags, they've been there. They're, they're settled in. No jet lag. Because that jet lag thing is real. That oh, time change and that jet lag is real. And, and the Jags are settled in. It's kind of a scary one. But I still and, – and, and Josh Allen is not the same Josh Allen. But I, I don't know. I guess I'm going to take the Bills still. I'm taking the Jags. I'm going to wow. take the Jags because they've been there all week. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's a, a very unfair game for the Bills to have to play. But, hey, it's part of the schedule. Uh, all right. The next game we have are the 2-2 two and two Houston Texans, who ain't any good. Taking on the two and two Atlanta Falcons, who ain't any good. This is the battle of thug cities, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, Houston. Yeah, well, I got you know what you know what the Texans did to the Steelers this week. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's as much as I hate uh, the Falcons because I do because I I was trying to buy an eight ball there in '92. <laughs> I got ripped off. As much as that hurts me, I'm going to take the Falcons. All right. Um, I don't know why you didn't buy the whole set of pool balls that you were just getting the eight ball. That's very strange. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, it was it, a it, nice pool ball, too. Man, oh, man. Uh, I, too, am taking the Falcons because I'll never take a team from Houston because the city of Houston sucks. Uh, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. I and, and I hate to say that I saw this one coming, but the 0-4 Panthers, that's what you get when you start a rookie quarterback, uh, taking on the upstart three and one Lions. Lions are a ten point favorite at home. Do you believe, Joe? Do you believe in the Lions? The Lions, a double digit favorite. The Lions. That is crazy. I mean, something. The bookies know something because the Panthers. Now, who is that rookie quarterback? Uh, Bryce uh, Hall, uh, Hall from Alabama. The kid who won the Heisman Trophy last year. Yeah. Yeah, man, I tell you what. Well, you got to get him in there. I mean, whether it's rebuilding or not, you yeah. got to throw the kid in there. He's your number one pick. He's your future. You know, just like the Jets thought Zach Wilson was their future. Yep. Um, 
Um, you know what? The Lions, they're right to, you know what? It's time for Lion Nation to rise up. I'm going with the Lions. They're favored by 10. I don't think they win by 10, but I'll take them. Uh, I think the Panthers give them a fight. But I, I, Lions. I think the Lions win easy. I mean, the Lions, Bryce Young is his name. Sorry, Bryce says Bryce Hall. Bryce yeah, Young. just me, Bryce Young. Right, right, right. Yeah, now that's um, it. How many Heisman? Why don't you just give the Heisman to every guy from Alabama every year? Just, just you know. Well, they, they were. They were for a while, and they, they ran out of sponsorship money, I guess, at Alabama. Um, <laughs> I, look, the Lions are playing great football. I I I can't say anything. No, I mean, Andy Dalton is starting for the, the Panthers this week. Oh, that's even worse. Uh, all right, next game up, we've got the two and two Titans versus the two and two Colts. The Titans are a two point favorite on the road. They hurt me this week. They hurt me this week, but I, 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 I like you. I, I'm pretty sure you, and not because you hate the state of Tennessee, except for Jack Daniels. Well, no, you don't. Do you know the Kennedys still get a penny off every bottle of Jack Daniels? I did not know that. Yeah, I, I, well, I found that out on a tour there, but uh, I did not uh, imbibe. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Colts. I'm going to keep riding the Colts. Uh, because contractually I can't take any teams from Tennessee on the show, I will also take the Colts, even though I think the Colts are barely a better team. Barely. But Tennessee's not a very good team. Not very good you team know, at all. You talk about contracts. Listen to me, listeners. I was in contract negotiations with Arnie. Mm-hmm. He's a shark. I am. Okay? I am. Oh, my God. He's like, it's like being in there with, with Mark Cuban and that Wolf of Wall Street guy. Yeah, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, they, they come to me for advice sometimes. <laughs> I know. Um, next game up, we've so got. You taking? Oh, I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts all day yeah, long. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. Uh, next game up, we got the one and three. Boy, they are pitiful. Fucking New York football giants taking on the three and one Dolphins. And the Dolphins got the shit beat out of them last week by the Bills. Yeah, yeah. They went clubbing after that big 70 point mm-hmm. uh, thing, which I still think. I still think if they would have kicked that field goal and broke the record, I don't think that the Rams coach would have cared. I would have thought he would have thought, you know, we're already, I mean, let them get the record. Who cares? But they didn't. It was kind of a classy move. Um, but I'm going to stick with the Dolphins. Uh, stupid Dick says Miami by 136. Yeah, I'll take the Dolphins as well in this game. I don't see, look, look, I don't see a lot of things like last week happening to this team again. Uh, and I think you're right. I think they got partying. And they, they got a little high on themselves. And then the Bills put them in reality check. Um, next one up, we got the 2-2 two and two, uh, New Orleans Saints taking on the really pathetic 1-3 Patriots. Who that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Belichick pulls it back together. Uh, Patriots win this one. You know, if, if Drew Brees was their quarterback for the Saints, I'd take the Saints. But other than that, I have, you know, Jimmy James Winston any day. Because like Dak Prescott, he will throw a pick late in the game to, se- to seal the loss. So uh, I'm sorry that that came out of my mouth. Mm. I apologize. But it had to come out. I'm taking the Patriots, so. Yeah. Um, I, I reluctantly take the Patriots because I just don't believe in the Saints. Um Especially if Carr's not and Carr's not playing this week. Yeah, and you know. Hold on a second. Let me let me every, check something here. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Every state has counties except for Louisiana. They have parishes. Right. 
Okay, I just want to, the more you know. I, I appreciate that. Oh, hold on a second here. I got to get that sound effect right. <laughs> you don't have to play it. I apologize. <laughs> um, it says Derek Carr is questionable. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks, man. Because now, now, fuck. That's a tough pick for me. I, I'll take the Patriots. I'll, I'll, I'll just go with the Patriots. Because if Carr yeah, plays, I think Yeah, the goes one and four, and uh, there's going to be stuff flying in the locker room. Oh, I, I imagine mean, there already is stuff flying in the locker yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game up, we got the three and one Baltimore Ravens going all the way to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to take on the two and two Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Chuck Noll. <laughs> Sorry, I get emotional. Um, you know, I want a linebacker missing a tooth, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go back to the good old days. Uh, this is when I, I, of course, I brought this game up like nine games ago, but I was I was out of whack there. Um, but like I said, I think this is going to be some NFL smash mouth football. I think this is a personal game. I really think that the, the, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, he's a motivator. And, uh, you know, I, I just, of course, I'm a Steelers fan. I don't think I've ever bet against the Steelers. You know, I have a, I have a, a, a thing I follow. I If I have a sports ticket, now you don't need a ticket in your hand because of mobile betting. You can bet on your phone mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, But I would never, ever, I, I might have a ticket in my hand in the old days or, or bet, and I bet against the Steelers just because uh, I liked the spread. They were getting, maybe they were getting points or whatever, but I never, ever, ever in my life have ever had a ticket or a bet against Nebraska. I don't care, you know, if, if, if Nebraska was, uh, you know, favored by a hundred, I would, I just won't bet it, but I will never have a ticket, uh, but I will with the Steelers. I'll bet against the Steelers if I have to, but I still probably haven't. Uh, while we've been doing our thing. Uh, so, of course, I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens because uh, Kenny Pickett is questionable. He had a, uh, I went down with a knee last week, and if Mitch Trubinsky comes in, it's game over, man. Uh, 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 the number you have called is currently <laughs> disconnected. Uh, next one up, we got the 4-0 and Eagles on the road to L.A. taking on the 2-2 two and two Rams. As much as the Rams are upset about sharing their stadium, they, everybody in L.A. has to share a stadium. You know, the Clippers have to share one, the football. And it's the biggest fucking city in the, in, the, in this country. Well, second, you know, but technically. But if you count the suburbs, I'm pretty sure L.A. is pretty big. You know, the only city that they have to share stadiums. It's so ridiculous. But, uh, um, but I, I'm going to take the hometown boys. Whoa, you're taking the Lambs? I am taking the sacrificial lambs. I will read the Bible all weekend. (laughs) Um, I don't believe in the Rams. I hate the Eagles. I hate picking the Eagles. But since there's money on the line, we've got $200 on our picks, and I'm behind, I have to take teams that I hate. So I'm taking the Eagles in that game. Next one up, we got a couple of one and three teams. Now, how concerned should Cincinnati fans be? Well, Cincinnati, the Queen City. That's not a good start. No. Okay. Um, the Bengals, let me. The Bengals are taking on the Cardinals. They're both one and three. The Bengals, who were in the <sighs> AFC Championship game like last year, I mean, one and three? 
Why can't I find this game? I don't know, the but Bengals. it's on there. Okay. Oh, I got it now. Okay. Yeah, and uh, oh, Kyler, uh, he's still out, right? Yep. The, uh, you know what? The Cardinals got to come back. You know what? Uh, guess what, Bengals? Uh, it, it's going to be one of those years. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I don't care who's the quarterback. Wow. Man, oh, man, that's a ballsy pick. Um, Cincinnati what I do, Arnie. And, 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 and you know what? You're savvy about it because I know why you're picking them. Because they're a home dog. You love the home dogs. I love a home dog. Now, that's betting. Of course, you know, if the, if the Cardinals lose by two, you know, I would have won my bet, but I'd still lose with you and me, you yeah. know. But, uh, so, but I'm taking them for the win. I think that's – you know what? I think that might be a really good game because both these teams are like, we're not this bad. And we need to show people we're not this bad, you know. And, well, the and, and the winner of that's going to be the one that comes out saying, you know, hey, we were we got off to a rough start, but we're fine. Well, the Cardinals aren't that bad, but the Bengals, they they I I am I'm, I'm I'm gobsmacked by how bad the Bengals are this year. Um, well, like I told you, stay with them. Oh, sorry. Uh, how about the one and three J E T S Jets 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 taking on the one and three Broncos? Broncos are a two-point favorite at home. Why? Yeah, you know, you know when they got, when they got throttled, the Broncos got throttled by the the Dolphins. You know that was not that was in no way Russell Wilson's fault. You know, the guy threw for like I think four hundred yards or something. I mean, he had a great game. Um, you know, I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan simply because you need to get. You need to go to the pound for your next dog. You don't need to be uh, supplying these puppy mills with money. Uh, okay, so go get yourself a, a, a. He's out there. He's waiting for you. Look at him, just waiting at the gate. Just waiting at the gate. Somebody come grab me. And now you went and got yourself a purebred little fancy antsy dog. Well, what the hell? Yeah. So I don't like you for that, Russell. But I'm going to take you this weekend, Broncos. Uh, you're taking the Broncos at home. Yep. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pick the Jets just to be different from you. Because I, I, I have this, I, I just don't care. I literally do not care about this game. This game has no reference no to me. Does. I mean that that that's the most worthless game of the weekend. Um, all right, the three and one Chiefs are on the road against the one and three. Who's a bigger disappointment this year, Joe? The Vikings or the Bengals? Um, I think I think the Bengals are. Yeah, I'd weren't agree. They Super Bowl champs? No, they weren't champs. They didn't even go to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, that was that was. Oh, right, right. Uh, you know, oh, they they got close though. Yeah, they got to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, I knew they were there because yeah, um, it's so hard. You know, I follow so much stuff that every once in a while I get a year confused. Um. You know, I still think the, the Packers are Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl two. Right. Well, <laughs> but, you know, um, uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with you know the biggest disappointment. I really think that I really think that the uh, the Bengals are the bigger disappointment. But you know, they might be tied because a lot of people expect a lot out of the Vikings. You yeah. know, because Kirk Cousins. You know, if you watch that quarterback documentary on Netflix, he's one of the three quarterbacks they cover. And he's a good kid, you know. He's a fighter, and you watch him play in the games. And he, he's a, you know, he, he's a good kid. Uh, he can, I mean, he can play. And uh, but uh, you know, I think, but the Bengals, Joe Burrow, 
Yeah, I think I, I think they're tied almost, Arnie. I hate yeah. to say it. I don't want to like back out of the question, but I no, kind of think I they're tied. It. They're kind of both a, a disappointment. They're very big disappointments this year. Uh, so between the Vikings and Chiefs, who you got? Oh, man. I'm going to go for it again, bro. I'm going to go for it again. I'm going to take Whoa. the Vikings. Whoa. Whoa. Now, now Stephanie, who's a NAS family member, is a huge Vikings fan. But she also wants to marry Travis Kelsey, uh, even though Taylor Swift is in her way. But she'll get tra- Taylor out of the way. Um, you know, hey, uh, listen, uh, Ryan Reynolds is available. He was there. No, he's not available. He's married to Blake Lively. He was sitting. She was the other guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game because the Vikings are disappointing and they've disappointed me all season. Um, so, uh, you've got the Vikings. I got the Chiefs. Now we're going to skip Sunday night's game. We're going to pick Monday night's game because Sunday night's game is huge on this show. So let's go, let's go to Monday night. Uh, it'll be in Las Vegas, not at the sphere, even though Joe spends all his waking time at the sphere. Um, you know what? Yeah, that acoustic set with Bono and Edge was really tight. And, uh, you know, they're finally getting their act together. I'm helping them. Yeah, I know you are. Um, the two and two Packers are going out to Vegas to take on the one and three Las Vegas Raiders. In this game, um, boy, I think that Jordan Love's still in a quarterback for the Packers. That kid yeah. kind of impresses me. He's a, he's a playmaker, especially when he had that comeback. And of course, now this is one of those games that, it, it, because of you know the rider strike, they agreed to all these games, and so it will be on ABC, which yes. I love. Yeah, I love when games are on free TV. I just remember the old days; they the, we didn't have to pay to see our boys play. Mm. And uh, uh, and now that we're, the Raiders are a Nevada team, I used to. I I, I mean, I just hated the Raiders. I didn't even care about them. I hope that they, you know, because anytime you have to dress up in a Star Wars costume to go to the game. Not a good idea. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's bad. You know, you have to be. You know, you see, you see them out. Uh, so, uh, but I do like the Raiders. I'm going to take them at home because I got to take the wow. hometown team. Okay, all right. I'm a, I'm going to take the Packers because uh, you you convinced me to take the Packers by all you said about Jordan Love. So I'm going to take the Packers in that game. And now, Thanks. the Sunday Thanks. night game. Okay, you know what? I mean, go ahead. Sunday night go football. Let it roll. Probably, I look, look, honestly, in today's NFL, you know how the Yankees-Red Sox, best series in baseball, and then followed up by the Giants-Dodgers. Those are the two biggest rivalries, if you will. And in college football, you have Ohio State-Michigan. You have Army-Navy. You have Texas-OU. You have Alabama-Auburn. In the NFL, there aren't many rivalries. But this is a rivalry between... An amazing team that represents America. Please don't make us go through this. And a team that represents homelessness, defecating in the streets, and using drugs everywhere. They're trying! The San Francisco 49ers will be at home at Levi's Stadium, the big, the dump in the, next to the trailer park, taking on the three and one Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I hate to tell you, but there's not a stadium in Sun Valley, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, uh, the Niners are a four-point favorite at home. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, 
football night in America. You know, thank God when, when you know, there's teams that we, I don't care. Thank God Carrie Underwood is singing at the beginning of it. I have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only reason I'm a huge Carrie Underwood fan is because uh, when she was doing the auditions for American Idol, it's one of the last times my mom was around. And when Carrie Underwood auditioned, I told my mom, I said, that girl's going to win this thing. And uh, she did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that, my mom was around it. Um, I love, I'm taking the Niners, kid. Come on. Okay. That, you know what? That does not hurt me. That, you, you, you're picking Texas A&M earlier today. That hurt me. That, 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 wound, that wounded my soul. No, I definitely they weren't playing. They're not playing Texas. They're playing Alabama. I've I, I told you I've got to root against the devil. I'm a Christian, for God's mm-hmm. sake. Um, look, I, 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 uh, I, uh, Cowboys defense is spectacular. Our running backs are good. Our our offensive line is extraordinary. The wide receivers, well, they I, I don't know much about them because the quarterback sucks donkey balls. Um, this game could could either be close or it could be a huge blowout by a team that wears red. Um, I am still going to say it, though. How about them, Cowboys? Because where was that phrase first uttered? That's right, in San Francisco, California, at Candlestick Stadium, where we fucking beat the Niners to go to Super Bowl and then beat the Bills and then beat the Bills next year. So I'm saying, how about them Cowboys? Well, it's Candlestick Park, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I know you. Of course you are. So we got, here's the thing, Ernie. Like, you know, I've been thinking about this. You know, I, we could, like, wait for the first guy. If you're ahead, like, you could wait for the first guy to say his pick, and then you could just pick with him to make sure you maintain the lead. You know, listeners, listen to me. We and Arnie don't play like that. No. We go smash mouth. We go right up the middle. So I don't care what Arnie picks. I got my pick, and I'm going out there. And, you know, yeah, so it's like, because, you know, especially at the end of the year, you could wait for the one guy to give his pick and just pick the same thing and just ride out the lead, you know. But we don't play like that. No, not, that, no that's chicken yeah. shit. That, 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 that's bullshit. That, that's like when you're going out of bounds in basketball and you throw the ball off the guy's feet. That's horse shit. See, I, well, I, I don't play that. that. I think it's a good move, but it, it's also like everybody getting a trophy for participating. Yep. No, let's get us a winner here, okay? Because I've always said, if you have, like, when your kid's growing up, he's a little boy growing up, in Little League, you got to say, hey, son, we gotta, you got to give that extra effort, and you got to go out and throw a couple balls against him to teach him not to be afraid of the ball. He's got to be a little ballsy. But when your daughter... At the dance competition, you were amazing. You were amazing. Your daughter is always amazing. She's always the best. But your son, you got to be like, hey, kid, come on. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, but you your daughter is always, you always tell your daughter, oh, my God, you were the best one out there. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, Joe, and if you have anything, um, did you watch any of the Asian games recently, the Asian track and field games held in, uh, held in China? Boy, we had we had a, a, an incident happen. Well, I I find it hard to believe that the Asian games were held in China, but no, um, I did not watch that. What happened? Um, well, uh, a, a competitor from Kuwait, his name is Ali Zenkawi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
He was participating in the 16-pound hammer throw. Now, this is where, if you've never seen this, they have this large hammer at the end of this, like, rope where they swing it around and yeah. around and yeah. around. Yeah, familiar with the hammer throw. And they let it go, and then they measure to see how far it went. Like the discus or the shot put, yeah. correct? Well, um, something went awry in Mr. Uh, Zawawi's uh, throw. Uh, he stopped and let it go, and the hammer went right into one of the official's legs, breaking oh. his femur. That's it. You know, I was going to say, that's going to be worse than a Joe Theismann pop because, yeah, that giant piece of cement or whatever it is going into your femur, uh, yeah, I mean, breaking the femur, oh, my God. I mean, that has got to be some horrendous pain. Oh, I, I mean, it, it, like, he was right next to the thing, and this guy had a 16-pound steel ball at the end of this fucking cord, and he let it go, and it just went, what ya? <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, the javelin is still a sport in the Olympics and in college, NCAA outdoor track. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's in indoor, but uh, no more lawn darts, people. No. We don't sell lawn darts anymore. No. Little Steve didn't make it. Yeah, so. I remember my dad tried to sign me up for javelin catcher, and I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right, Dad. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like, uh, I remember our catcher at Wooster, uh, Kevin Rutherford forgot his uh, he forgot his uh, banana jock cup, mm-hmm. and our, the, our one of our fans was like Fred forgot his ball protection, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If you're a catcher, don't forget your ball protection. No, no, that's one thing you can't. Uh, Joe, you, you get one in the dirt, it's all over. Oh, it is. Uh, you got anything else for me, Joe? Okay, really quick. I know you're on schedule. I wanted to say really a couple of quick notes. I just found out that uh, homes, uh, 99% of the country homes are unaffordable. <laughs> so that's okay. about good. Vegas, somebody in Vegas is offering a million dollars for footage of an extraterrestrial or some kind of spaceship. Uh, really, like a million dollars. They have to send it in. The steer is now a jack-o'-lantern. That thing is amazing. I mean, inside, outside, it's like a giant round TV screen. Are you that, being you know, paid by you them? Are you, are you getting a sponsorship deal on the th- for the sphere? I am working on it, okay? <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, you don't put the sphere in Bakersfield, okay? No. That thing's got to go in Vegas. <laughs> no. Okay? And like you said, Arnie, you were talking about people. You know, if you don't like it, shut it off. Just turn off the fucking thing, right? Right. You know, the people, the, the, there are people that will call you I've had people call me and say, you suck. Oh, well, how do you know that I suck? Because you're listening, you know? <laughs> and so there's, there's, Howard Stern said there's no such thing as bad publicity, and he's right. Mm. You know, oh, you totally suck. Well, keep on listening and make sure you call in every night and tell me I suck, okay? So that'll be great. Also, real quick, it's supposed to be an El Nino year this year. Yes, yes. We got, we, we got six inches of rain last night. Wow, yeah, so we're looking at, and the last thing is, I remember you playing High Cotton. Yes, yeah, oh yeah, the, the Alabama song. It, it, yeah, I love that song, and it made me think about, you know, I saw this uh, this uh, oh, wife swap or something once, and, and, and the kids were burdened with every bill, every whatever, and I just remember... I, I just remember when I grew up, I learned, I then I knew what my mom went through. But growing up, she made it, it we never knew there was, we thought fucking life was peachy keen. Yeah. And everything was, and everything was perfect. And then only did that we get older, we were like, wow, 
you know, she really, uh, she really did a lot, uh, like all parents, like well, good parents do. But it just made me think of that. That you know, you should never put your woes, your you know, your stress and your your you know, bills to pay, goddamn it, woman, on your kids. You know, they should just grow up thinking, oh, yeah, no, things are peachy keen in my house. <laughs> I just believe in that. Anyway, that's well, all I got. Arnie. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Joe, I will talk to you next week, my friend. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Um, see, Nasty, I put that video up. You don't really see it. You see him swinging it around, but you, I, mean, I mean, hold on a second, because I didn't play it out loud. So uh, I did share the video. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Here. If you're more into bluebird skies, jaw I'm not, dropping. I'm not into any kind of skiing whatsoever. Why are they showing me skiing ads? It's still 80 degrees. Uh, let's see. Come on now. Come on now. All right, here Your we park go. Park Resort. There he goes. There he goes. Swinging it around. Over his head. There we go. Oh. Oh, he hit it on the ground. And then it went and hit the dude in the leg. I can't I, I can't believe I'm not hearing this guy hollering. Ow, my fucking leg. Ow, my fucking leg. Ow, my fucking leg. I, I didn't hear any bones break, but there you go. All right, uh, that is Joe Murphy for the week. Uh, we will be back. 775-357-FANS is number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Well, I wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. What it's like to know that I made the rain I'd store it in boxes with little yellow tags on everyone And you could come and see that when I'm done When I'm done I wonder what it's like to be a superhero If I could fly around downtown
gone You'll need love To light the shadows on your face If a great wave shall fall And fall upon us all Then between the sand and stone Could you of your
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. There she is. The boss man takes my freedom and Alicia, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well this morning. Kale says, Maxbox 20 in Atlantis more set my first concert at Reno Event Center. They put on a decent show. Uh, I, I got to see Matchbox 20 a few times. Well, I, I enjoyed them as a band. Their first album. Their first album was killer. Uh, 30 Seconds Mars album was song is fucking amazing. The rest of their stuff is meh. I couldn't agree more. Christopher says, 90s alternative. Arnie, where's, where's this coming from? I thought I was the only one in the ass family with the masochistic taste for the 90s and butt rock. Look, <clears throat> Matchbox 20 was not alternative, actually. They, they, were, they were deemed a rock band. They were played on every rock station in the country. I know it's hard to believe, but Matchbox 20 was deemed a rock band. Uh, the other one's very alternative. Look, uh, Ken Dog. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, good morning, uh, Ken Dog. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. He doesn't like the music. Those are three songs I think are just great songs. The Calling in there, you don't hear that. But that's from my favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually. So, uh, Joe Murphy says, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. I know I can speak for Arnie when I say it means a lot. It does. It does mean a lot. Matchbox 22nd album wasn't bad. No, it wasn't too bad, but th- their first album was just superb. Uh, we got to make a phone call here uh, because something of uh, Stupid Dick says, pink-haired, uh, you know, trans... What, what do you say? Hold on. Let me let me scroll down. McRib is prepared by your local pink-haired he-she. No thanks. Well, uh, I, I love the McRib, so uh, I'm going to call my local McDonald's, the one that I hate, the one that, expect, that I expect so much from, you know, fast food. I'm going to ask them the question. They get in the McRib? Let's go. Come on now. Come on. You're not that busy. It's 11.30. Nobody's there yet. Oh, I hate. Madonna, may I help you? Yeah. Are you guys going to be getting the McRib? Uh, I have no sure. Um, I don't know. i got to ask my other manager. Oh, okay. Well, is your other manager available? Hold on a second. All right. Lovingly prepared and sold by our fine southern neighbors. God bless them. Yeah, let's go. Come on. I, I heard her in the background. She said McRib. We getting it? Come on. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. She said next month. Next month. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Woohoo! Woohoo! McRib is going to be by my house. Hell yeah! I might go back to that one just for, I don't know. They make the McRibs kind of messy there. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I might not eat a whole day. I mean, I'm excited because I'm going to the fair tomorrow. I'm going to eat some, some corn dogs and some fried foods and stuff. But, man, oh, man, when McRib comes, oh, that's when Happy Arnie comes out. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Have you seen this video of Chad Smith learning the drums, that 30 Second to Mars song in 30 Seconds? Chad Smith's like a musical genius. 
the drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He does that with a bunch of songs. Uh, it, but yeah, have you ever played Creed? Yes, I did play. I look, I like Creed. When when Creed first came out, I liked Creed. Even though they said they weren't a religious band, even though their name is Creed. Sounds like a bunch of Irish people working at McDonald's. How odd. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that weird? Um, if anybody's traveling here in the near future, uh, look, like, and, and by the way, if anybody travels to the Dallas-Fort Worth area and they want me to pick them up or they want to hang out with me, there's a special rule that we have here at Casa de States. If you fly into DW, DFW, it's 1-800-UBER. Because, see, we don't go to that airport because that airport's too damn busy. Second busiest airport in the world, right behind Atlanta. And I don't like the Atlanta airport, and I've flown into it. I have a, a, a little phrase, if Southwest can't get there, I'm not meant to go there. I only fly out of Love Field, but this story has to do with Delta Airlines, which if you've ever worked in an airport, you know what Delta stands for, doesn't even leave the airport. Uh, they'll probably force you to order the McRib on the side just to make sure you get it. No shit. Uh, Whitewash says, I'm going to Dallas in July, aren't he? Well, if you're flying into DFW, I won't see you. Um, Delta, one of the largest air carriers in, in, in the world, has announced um, that a small number, about 1% of their 2,100 fly, uh, air, air, airplanes, was that 210? No, 210 is 10%, so 21 so you never know what airline you're going to get. Delta Airlines uh, is is uh, admitting that some aircraft engines are found to contain unapproved parts. Now, they're not saying what those parts are, but are those parts like duct tape? See, I, I'd have a little problem with that. No aircraft are currently flying with unapproved engine parts. Right. According to the spokesperson, and discovery of the issue has not impacted Delta's schedule flying operations. No, they're delayed like usual. Don't worry about them. Uh, let's see, I served, uh, survived Atlanta. Should be a shirt. No shit. Love Field has a Whataburger, Dickies, Campeses, and Donuts right in the middle of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, let, me, let me just tell you. Going, going to Love Field is a fucking treat. You get past security, man, you have got a smorgasbord of food. And they got like four different sunglasses in there, too. It's crazy. <laughs> the engine is zip-tied in. <laughs> Any recommendations of things to see or must-dos in Dallas? Uh, there's a lot to do. Uh, when are you coming, Whitewashed? He says, uh, in July. Fuck. Okay, you're coming in July. Well, uh, pack cool clothing because it's going to be hot as fucking balls. I know that's a shocker that in July, Texas is hot. Going to Dallas, uh, I don't know how long you're in town for. If you go to Dallas, if you're staying in Dallas, um, I always recommend going down on Greenville Avenue, finding some good food to eat on Greenville Avenue, uh, barbecue. There's a, a, a ton of fucking barbecue places to go. The Book Depository, it's a killer experience. I never recommend the JFK shit. I hate the JFK shit. 
There's an X on the damn street where his fucking brains blew out. Oh. Is that near Dallas? Look, you can go to a Ranger game. Rangers will be in town, probably. If you got time, go to Fort Worth. Hit the stockyards up. Lots of things to do there. Go to Billy Bob's. There's a lot to do here. I just don't do a lot because, well, I've done it. Uh, oh, uh, what is it? Deep Ellum. Go to Deep Ellum. That's in Dallas. Go to Deep Ellum. You got Terry Black's Barbecue. You got Pecan Lodge across the street, which are both fantastic places. Hattie B's Hot Chicken is down there. Look, the one thing that you ain't going to miss out on is food here. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, dear. Why are you beating around the bush? If he's coming in July, mm-hmm. you better be bringing me a birthday present. Well, that, there you go. I forgot. It's Brad Kid's birthday month. So there you yeah. go. Uh, thank you. Sorry about that. I, I missed out on that one. Um, let's see. Uh, where's where did Gibby? Hold on. See, see, Tony, so get your hopes up, Barney. They'll force you to McRib. Blah blah blah. I read that. Uh, must see McD- duct tape bubble and bailing wire are approved. Uh, I'm flying Delta for the first time to Sacramento in December, and I keep hearing horror stories. Now I'm worried. Don't be worried. Gibby, just stay out of downtown Sac, but Midtown has some amazing food. There you go. Did Delta have to go through the drive-thru to get the engines on the side? Maybe that was the delay. Uh, don't be surprised. Sack is a total dump now. There's a lot of homeless where uh, who are pretty crazy. Oh, it's your birthday, too? That's okay. Deep Elm is the bomb, yeah. Deep Elm is a cool place to go. Lots of clubs and shit there. Um, as long as you're not flying American, you're good. Yeah, American Airlines. I Look, like I said, if Southwest don't go there, I don't need to go there either. All right, that's your Delta Airlines story of the day. Uh, I know that we brought back last week the donkey of the day. Now I just got to figure out, oh, I know exactly where the sound effect is. Um, The donkey of the day. (laughs) This is so horrible. This story is so bad. This story is about Moriano Priority and Andrea Savini who got married last August. They rented out an exclusive seafood restaurant where they enjoyed a banquet with 80 guests. Now, now it's a wedding, you know. And you're going to be having a good time at this wedding. You're going to be drinking. You're going to be eating this lovely seafood dinner. Now, when the owner, Enzo Fabrizi, now, that's an Italian name right there. Decided that he had to go give the bill. Uh, he found out that not only had the couple left, but they had fled the country with their family in tow. Uh, his lawyer, Luigi Tozzi, who was representing uh, uh, Mr. Fabrizi, where the reception was held in August, said, uh, this, is, this is actually what he did say here. Um, and I don't know what this has to do with anything, but... In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you will now drive a Camaro, hate every minute of your yearly vacation to Italy, and get very upset when your sister starts to date. Hey! 
Okay, so I, I don't know what that has to do. Maybe I can get the owner of the re- the owner of the restaurant, Mister Fabrizi. Ah, uh, scusi, babita boopy, kid calls, huh? Babita boopy, babita boopy, babita babita, boopy the papa. Okay, 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 okay. He says the local matter has been turned over to local authorities. They're looking for these people. They owe 8,000 euros, which is about twelve, thirteen thousand dollars 13000 That's some balls. I got to tell you. You left the restaurant without paying, and then you left the country. That Boy, that's gangster move there. That right there is a gangster move. Wow. The bride and groom, along with the parents, had visited Restaurante Rotunda seven months before, tasting different menus, opting with the fish. They put down a deposit of 3,300 euros and agreed to pay the other 8,800 euros. After the wedding. But they didn't pay it. And now this owner is out. That's such a dickhead move. Man, oh man. You better hope that this ain't a mob restaurant. Because this, if this is a mob restaurant, you're getting whacked. You are getting whacked. Fish, yes. Yes, I remember I had the lasagna. Hashtag fucking airplane. Uh, they should have went with the veal. Oh, man. All right. Fucking dickheads. <sighs> Cowboys girl does not attain to you here. Do not listen. This has nothing to do with you right here about nature not being your friend. Okay? Nature is not your friend. And a couple in Canada, eh? We're at the Banff National Park, eh? Walking along, and there are signs posted at this popular national park. There are signs posted that there are bears. Well, the couple went out walking with their dog recently in the Red Deer River Valley area, west of Yaha Tenda Ranch, like anybody knows where that is. And they ran into a grizzly bear. And that grizzly bear was not having a good day. <laughs> and killed not only him, her, but the dog, too. Whoops. Nope. That's a sound effect. I love stories from Europe to my brain. It always sounds like Europeans pay each other in pita bread sandwiches. Uh, the response team arrived on site discovered two dead people and a dog. While in the air, the response team encountered the grizzly bear that displayed aggressive behavior. What? Wait a second. Hold the phones. Is this breaking news? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Grizzly bears display aggressive behavior? Get out of town. Get out of town, Charlie Brown. Well, they had to put it down. No, they did not say the bear's mother wore combat boots. They killed it. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. See, this, this, this is where the evil me wants to get a job. I want to get a job as one of these people. 
But see, you gotta you gotta portray yourself as this kind animal lover. Oh, I love grizzly bears. They're so cute. Oh, 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 I want to. I'm a concern. I want to conserve the environment. Blah blah blah. I want to save the uh, the parks. Uh-uh. Uh, let me just tell you real quick. If I applied for a job that I got to kill grizzly bears in, oh, I would have notches on my rifle. Uh-uh-uh. See, what I would do is I'd get one of them, uh, well, th- th- this is how I would hunt the bears there in the park. Uh, I'd go to one of them military auctions, and I'd get me a Humvee, and I would put on the side of it, bear killer. And then I would have a, a mounted 50, uh, 50 caliber machine gun up there. If I could get a Gatling gun, that'd be excellent. But if I can't, just a regular old 50 cal. And if we get a response team, well, there only needs to be two of us, the driver and me, because I get to do the shooting. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. I am putting some bears down. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that bear looks aggressive. ta 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 Ain't going to get a lot of rugs out of it because I'm putting holes in them motherfuckers. It's like the old joke. I'll use it in Oklahoma sooner this year. Um, a Texas Longhorn, uh, a Baylor Bear, and an Oklahoma Sooner get caught in, the, in, in Africa. They get caught by a, a, a headhunter tribe. And, and, and these people, the, the way they talk, they have one person that speaks American, but he's got to translate to all these people. Okay, let me, let, let me translate that. Hold on one second here. Um, I, I'm translating that to say, uh, y'all got one wish. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna boil you alive and take off your skin and make canoes out of them. You have one wish. Who is this that's calling me? This is uh, Joe Murphy. Thank you, Joe Murphy. Yes, what's happening, brother? I'm so sorry to bother you. I apologize, but I had to chime in really quick because you know General Custer at the Alamo. General Custer, uh, he he graduated last in his class at West Point, and and the Gatlin gun. He didn't bring it. Because then we would have probably won the Alamo, but he didn't bring the Gatlin gun because he thought it was too heavy. Mm-hmm. It was too heavy to weigh us down. And there you know, a more you know. Now, uh, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, Custer was never at the Alamo, but that's okay. God love him. So anyway, these three are there. So the 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 the, the head tribe guy, the the chief, he tells them in that that click language, "Y'all got one. You have one wish." You, you know, we'll grant you one wish before we kill you. So Longhorn goes, uh, I, I, I don't know, G- give me a knife. So he gets a knife and he stabs himself in the throat, kills himself, because he doesn't want to be boiled alive. Baylor Bear sits there and he goes, yeah, I'll take a knife too. Give him a knife, boom, same thing. Then they go to the Oklahoma Sooner. They go, what would you like? He goes, I want a fork. And they're like, a fork? So he tells him over there in, in Africanese, a fork. So they bring over a fork to him, and, and the, the translator's like, why do you want a fork? He goes, because you ain't making a canoe out of me. I know. That was a long way to go for that joke. God damn. Custer said, may the force be with you to Captain Kirk. God, I love Joe so much. 
when Custer was at the Alamo. <laughs> oh, Braddy Kid found me this story yesterday. Um, and I, I, I didn't. Christopher, you might know this gal. She's from Fresno. Her name is Tessa Hanson Smith. And she is allergic to water. That's right. This affects 250 people worldwide. 25-year-old woman from Fresno is allergic to water. It causes her to break out in welts and hives, even her own tears and sweat. I would come out of the shower and have huge welts on my skin, and my scalp would be bleeding from showering. The allergy is a, quote, rare condition in which Irataka hives develop rapidly around the skin in contact with water, regardless of the temperature. While its causes are unknown, it most commonly affects women. Now, I got to ask something here. Okay. Okay, Alicia, thank you. Thank you. See, this... Is your water real hot there at the house? Are you are you scalding yourself, hon? Are you one of these people that take two-hour showers? Is that why? Because Alicia knocked it out of the park there. Never mind that you're made out of 80% water. So why you got welts on the inside of your body? I mean, because karate men bruise on the inside. Hashtag trading places. But, but, I mean, so did she just walk around and st- stink? I mean, because she can't use soap. I mean, it, is it all water? Can she, like, bathe herself in alcohol? I, I, I don't understand that. It's like Napoleon when he was trying to conquer the Roman Empire. <laughs> Hashtag Boogie Nights. Everyone I know claims to be allergic to water as an excuse to only drink soda. Of course, a woman. The human body is 80% water. So she can't have any sex because she'll break out. Yeah. Arn Anderson is made of 100% balls. Arn Anderson taught his father how to shave. Oh, my God. Really? You're, you're allergic to water. And it shows one of her welts on her arm. And then there's one on her leg. Is she just... Uh, here, here we go. We get to play her here. Tessa's medical bills. 8000 guys. I know it's asking a lot, but if you guys can donate anything, it would genuinely mean so much. Okay. okay. What am I donating to? This is this, this is an ongoing till. This is a tab that remains open forever. It ain't like you're getting a skin transplant. Safety guy says needs a hot beef injection. Christopher soda contains carbonated water. That's the number one ingredient. Water is the number one ingredient in soda. I, I drink so much water every day, you don't even understand how much water I drink. Oh, Jesus. Is it Joe again? Yes, Joe. Okay, the Alamo, located in Southern Hidalgo County, also known as the Land of Two Summers, that was a Davy Crockett event. And we lost. I'm sorry. Yes. But the, I, 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 the, I'm uh, well aware. I, I, I know where the, I've been to the actual Alamo. It's in San Antonio. I, you know, I, I have, I've been to San Antonio. 
myself. Well, I've been, mm. well, I did the river walk a little too heavy, but that was another story. But but all then then we go to the Civil War and the American Indian War. That is where uh, General Custer is involved. I have fired my entire research staff Good. right now because that was ridiculous. That was that was ridiculous. But I let you play it out as soon as you said Custer at the Alamo. I was like, I bet you Joe visited the basement at the Alamo. I, you know, I'm still waiting on a return. I called the Alamo several times to see if they're getting the McRib. And I, <laughs> I'm hoping that they do because it's ridiculous. So I would love an Alamo McRib. But yeah, I was like, I got my three wars, the American Indian War, the Civil War, and at the Alamo mixed up. And like I said, it's my staff's fault. They yes. didn't have my breakfast ready this morning and been screwed up the whole morning. So I wanted to to qualify that I do know something every once in a while. Okay. Uh, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. I won't call back again. I promise. No, I have a lunch. Call day. anytime. Uh, you know, I, I wish I wish I would have had my thinking cap on there. Because you know what I should have played? You know what I should have played? Hold on, now I gotta fucking find it. Now I'm gonna be mad because I can't find it. Oh crap! This is what I should have played. Daria, what is rotunderer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would send her a gun and a bullet. Gasp, cowboys, girl. Root beer can't be a soda. No caffeine. The last part is beer. Ugh. Uh, with lemon, uh, Joe, get back to the pro and con list. No, do not give him that idea, swoosh. Quiet. All right, we saw this happen earlier this year. The first day of school it happened, and it's happened again. This time it happened in California. Sheriff's deputies responding to reports of a second-grade teacher, Wendy Munson, who drove to school drunk and was visibly impaired while teaching students on Monday. A fellow staff member at Nuestro Elementary School in Live Oak contacted police when she was in the middle of teaching students. After failing a sobriety test, she was arrested at 820. Her bond was set at five grand. Now, here's the question. Do they do the sobriety test in front of the kids? I mean, do do the cops walk into the classroom? Because you know what? Let let me just tell you, once again, once again, these are all reasons why I am in the perfect spot in the world and I don't do jobs like police or be the president. Because I'm just telling you right now, if I get this call, I am breaking that door down. I am kicking it in. Like we have fucking hostages in there. And I'll probably taser in front of the kids. All right, kids, uh, she's going to raise her right foot now and, uh, and put her arms out to her side and touch her nose. Oh, your teacher went down. Can you do the alphabet backwards? I bet you half the kids would leave if they said that. At one time, I could do the alphabet backwards. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K. 
K-J-H-I. I don't know. I can't get that far. I mean, I got it halfway there. That should be impressive enough. A parent picking up a student uh, said that she thought the teacher was crazy. I think she should have called out of work. I know people have fun on the weekends, but that was definitely not okay as an educator. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) At least the parents have got the schools back and arresting her. I believe you because I remember your stories about you umpiring Little League Baseball and ringing up the kids. Oh, God damn, that was so fucking fun. My strike three, I'd throw that right hand up. Hey! Hell yeah! The kids were like 11, and I am fucking selling those calls. As a long-time retired drunk driver, I say, fuck yes, do it in front of the kids, then offer to take the names of the parents who drink and drive. Oh, man. Uh, Hall of Fame Dine and Dash earlier. Good Lord. Boozed up teacher. Oh. I love these stories. I didn't realize teaching was so stressful now. I knew that my teachers drank, but man, oh, man. All right, last story of the day. And it is another teacher story, but we have to take a small trip for it. Yep. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people are place worth seeing there. It's just a real pit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. Was a real mean bitch. Everybody! Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Woo! This happened a couple weeks ago uh, in Louisiana, but now it's in the volunteer state. And this one is so much worse. A Tennessee... Hold on a second here. A Tennessee elementary school teacher has been accused of having relations with a boy who was 12. And has implied that she is now El Pregnanto. <laughs> oh, Alyssa McCommon, the fourth grade teacher, can be heard in a cell phone call with the victim. That was played in the courtroom, quote, I'm going to raise this baby. I can do this. She's accused of sexually assaulting a boy who told police while spending the night at the suspect's house in 2021 when she was when he was 12, he awoke to McCommon sexually assaulting her. Uh, flag on the play here. Uh, real quick, uh, just uh, stop for a second. 
I don't know about y'all, but I never spent the night with a teacher when I was 12. Teachers didn't have sleepovers. So the first question I have to ask is, um, excuse me, parents, why did you let your 12-year-old stay at this house? Legal age, 12 in Tennessee? I don't think so. A 12-year-old in Tennessee, that's kindergarten, isn't it? She gave him an A. He gave her a D. Uh, She was arrested on September 8th, charged with rape of a child. She was released on $250,000 bond until she was rearrested just the last week for coercing and harassing and stalking the victim. You're stalking a 12-year-old? Well, you're just hanging around the playground? I mean, he doesn't have a job. Well, maybe in Tennessee. She violated the terms of release when she contacted him using an unknown phone number. The actions are not only appalling, but police is also concerned about the apparent violation of her bond conditions. Due to the nature of the communications, we're concerned that she may have been contacted. In one message, she said, I'm just really scared. I don't even know if it's you or not. I will never text you again. You will never hear from me again. Just please say anything. The next victim, or the next text she wrote was, this is a mistake. This is my burden. Oh, my God, delete this number. Please don't get me in trouble. She followed him in the toy aisle. Now, now, this is what I got to think about here. See, this is where my mind goes. Because y'all always want to know, where do I come up with this stuff? See, I don't. You know who I think about in this story? I think about the guy who goes online and he sees this story and he clicks on it and he sees her picture. And he goes, by God, I went out on a date with her and she never called me back. Dude, you were replaced with a 12-year-old. What is the only even prime number two? She taught the kid how to combine Red Rover and Tag. She's going to ask for alimony in six years. (laughs) I love that she wrote, oh, my God, delete this. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, too late. You fucked a 12-year-old. You're in a lot of trouble. And now you're pregnant? The only thing missing from this, the only thing missing from this is that they're not related. I mean, come on. That would be so great in Tennessee. I love my job sometimes. It's so good. Uh, That is going to do it for us today, S family. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow's State Fair Day. I'm excited. Uh, Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, S family, have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. And adios, everybody.
that one of those days Seems like they've been going around You're a long way from being where you want to be When the world isn't going your way Whatever bad luck is getting you down Honey, I'll be right here for you With open arms You can run to me Baby, love's gonna make it Love's gonna make it all is outside waiting to arrest him.